want to say episode 87. I never have this correct. Welcome <laughs> to the Back Row Hecklers. Young Matthew. Yes, sir. How's it feel to be Young Matthew Swartz with now officially a Mrs. Swartz? Feeling great, man. All right, had man. the best day of my life last week. I apologize. I missed the show a week ago. Know, you, guys had a, you? you guys had a great time. We had fun. You <laughs> had yeah, the other heckler. That's right. Joshua Caraballo. With yeah, you. Joshua gave me shit the whole podcast. Too. I know he did. I listened. Did you listen? Yeah, it was fun, man. <laughs> I listen to the stuff I'm not on because I need to know what I miss out on. When I when I'm on it, I don't listen. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I know what I sound like. I sound like an asshole. It's cool. I really got to announce though, Chris Glass back in the studio hey. with us. But it's our very special <laughs> guest returning from the very first ever Backrow Hecklers right. podcast. 86 episodes later, Rudy Switchblade. How you doing, bud? Thank you, man. Thanks for having me back. I'm glad you guys have been. <laughs> Knocking them out. We've been trying, 86. man. We've been trying. Yeah, it's a lot, man. We have a. I've had people. We're almost two years in. Yeah. All right. Talk, yeah, it'll be two years. I think it will be two years this month. Won't yeah, it? two years. Well, time flies, wow. right? Because for a while really... we were once a month, and yeah. then we were every other week, and now it's, we're every week. It's funny when other people that run podcasts be. They'll talk to me for a few minutes, and then walk over and be like, "Who's the biggest guy you had on so far?" <laughs> yeah, like, really? Yeah, like it's kind of funny because like they, it's like a pissing contest. I don't. I try not to get to it, so I always name like somebody they'll never know. You know, I'm not gonna say who, but like at one time I was like, and this isn't shitting on him, but no, he's a rookie guy who didn't do a whole lot yet. Uh, Joe Pittman. I'm like, mm-hmm. we had Joe Pittman on, <laughs> and Joe Pittman's like this devastatingly handsome kid from Indianapolis. That's the guy you used to call That's a cute guy. Yeah, I right. see that cute guy. Right here, and they all made fun of me. But uh, I know he's at the bar lower with me on. He wasn't. A, he wasn't a real good mouthpiece because he had just started. You sure. Know? And so we heard a lot of slack when we had him on, but I liked him. I thought he was a good kid. But um. I have to say, man, uh, you, uh, Chris Hero, and Sonny have been three of my favorites. To be completely honest, out of '86, I'm not saying because you're here. I'm just, I'm being honest. I've always. Said well, I'm going to go like back that. and listen to the others, and then I'll, I'll confirm her tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you said to Zoe last week. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up! Oh, oh man, my man. <laughs> no, I, did, I told Zoe I've been trying to get him on for a couple. Right, of that's right, true. Right. That no, is I'm true. Just, I'm just, I'm just. No, I, no, it is good to have you back, man. Because you were actually on what, like the first two or three of them, right? No, he was on. I think like episode one or two. He was on two because I, I, I had car problems and wasn't there, and you had to call okay. Randy Roll in. Right, you were there for like the, the second one too. Hung around and. I learned right, so much. Right. Like, I had no idea you were in the New Japan Dojo. Oh, so, okay. like, now, afterwards, people say sure. something. They're like, hey, man, Rudy Switchman. I'm like, hey, did you know Rudy Switchman was in the New <laughs> right. Japan Dojo? I knew that. Yeah. I didn't know beforehand. That's Talking okay. myself look way smarter than what I was. <laughs> but it puts him over, too. You know what I'm sure. saying? Sure. So always felt like a fucking mark, man. Like, yeah. when I, because, you know, it's we talked about my love for New Japan and all right. that. Yeah. But I asked you the question, like, and I even said, this is going to be probably the stupidest question you've ever been asked, but did Kendo Kashin wear his mask when he trained no, you? No, no, he didn't wear it, no. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, uh, no? Kind of, I thought you got up and walked away because I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, you had some of, the, some of the stuff you said, I went back and listened to it a couple times, and some of the stuff you said rang so true with me later on and resonated with me later on. One of them was like uh, about your time at OVW and stuff, and I mean, it was... Like, I told you, I remember the thing that stuck out with me was your stuff with Randy Therese. Right. And you were like, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, really yeah. not what I thought was my highlight. Not, right. not crapping on Randy, but not crapping that's on Randy just at what all. I really thought. Sure. You know, he I, was, I'm glad. And, you know, Randy's a, a, was a really good very hand. talented guy. Uh, I'm... I haven't listened to my first episode here. I'm, okay. I must profess that sometimes I feel that I'm a terrible interview. I have a hard time talking about myself uh, as a person. But, like, let's let's try and rectify that today. Yeah, it's funny because he was at a show at the arena when the arena first opened up. Maybe been up oh, six months. And it was uh, – Tony was running. It was uh, Pro Wrestling Underground. I think okay. it was a Pro Wrestling – 
forget what it was. Is this Grind. Randy Torres? Carson Grind. No, you. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. I showed yes. up and I'm in the second row. He's a heel. I'm like, hey, what's up, Rudy? <laughs> hey. Rudy's looking at me and he's like, what do you want? You know, yeah. He's like, I'm playing the heel, Brian. I can't come over and go, yeah. hey, how you doing? <laughs> and I felt like, and then what's funny you, is buddy. he has his match. I think he took on Tony. Might have been Tony. No, it was. Um, if it was, I was hoping it was Aaron Williams, but it wasn't because Aaron Williams was on that card too. I was can't remember it? Who it was Tough himself. I think if it was one of the first, I, I think yeah, I think it was Tony, we Tony me and Tony. Mm. It was like semi main. And I remember that, that was one of the only matches on the card where I went on my phone. <laughs> yeah, but really. it was funny because somebody sent a picture of me on my phone. I'm like, hey man, that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. But, right. Uh, it was a junior match. Well, I mean, you I know, like way back when we did first start, I don't believe you were still working at the time. Like you had taken a little bit of yeah. time yeah. off. Yeah, I hate it. So what? It, how how has it been since? 60, what was it, 66 episodes ago or whatever, 86 episodes ago. Yeah. How's it been being back in the ring, you know, in the past two years? Well, you know, it's one of those things where I, I've really been doing this since 97, right? I mean, this is really the thing I know the most, the thing I'm most comfortable at. So when I walked away from it and I felt... I, my purpose was I felt like, okay, I've, I, I'm just going through the motions. I had watched... I remember watching a match back and I was just... It felt like I was just going through those motions. So I, I said to myself, like I want, almost, yeah, I was yeah. phoning it in and I was phoning it in for probably about a good two years. The last time I was at OVW and I said to myself, you know, I want to leave now before I get too bitter and start hating wrestling because right. I really loved okay. it. And I you didn't already, want, yeah, I remember you saying yeah. like you didn't watch it. You wasn't yeah. into right. it all. Yeah. And then I know, you know, so I didn't really take a look at it or anything. And then, you know. All my friends started getting hired, so I was like, you know, I, I you yeah. know, I want to check out my friends and see what they're doing, yeah. and then watching some of the stuff that they were doing down in NXT, and it's, you know, I started getting that itch again to really get involved because I felt that, I don't know, I wasn't a, I wasn't able to perform to my full potential in the current spot that I was in, so okay. that's why I walked away. So then, you know, after seeing my friends and become successful in wrestling, I was like, well, you know, maybe there's a time for me to get back in and, and, and do this again. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned NXT. Is that a, a goal set with this return? Um, it's, I mean, I'm not, wouldn't turn it down. I mean, yeah, they come on and be like, Hey, right. Come on right. Down. right. Yeah. Okay, right. Nah. But uh, is that like, is that something that you've thought about that? Like, you know, I would like to make this a, sure. Sure. Uh, I mean, like, I, yeah, you know, the game's different now, right? I mean, yeah, it's right, constantly changing. Right, now they're yeah. looking for guys with experience, and it's not so much 25-year-old bodybuilders. They exactly. want guys who are exactly. you know, experienced. Look at a few of the guys they just hired or, you know, the, the, the past couple of years, and, it you know, yeah. it kind of changes guys outlooks that right. been, and i don't want to i'm not, I'm not this is uh this is uh, everybody's gonna say oh here goes me putting him over but i mean people don't a lot of people don't understand exactly where you come from the talent sure. level you have and the people like you and tj perkins used to be really close correct right, right. well we still we still talk we're still friends yeah. i mean but uh and that's the cruiserweight champion you know yeah, what i'm saying i mean and right. people don't understand how good he was right you know they don't understand what he did under the mask but they don't understand the the, the dojo you came from sure is a who's who of right, the top of the top of the food chain. Right. right now. Well, if you right. want to, if you want to go over that, I'd say watch your feet, boys, because I'm going to name drop. There you go. But for like, it. Uh, yeah, no, no, I want you to. Originally, it, originally, I started at uh, uh, Empire Wrestling Federation. That was in 1997. At that time, the people that were in that class, well, Jesse Hernandez and Bill Anderson were the people who ran the school, okay. and they were both uh, involved with uh, WWE enhancement talent when they would come to the San Bernardino area. But the people there 
I was very fortunate to start with people that I did at that time. My class there was Frankie Kazarian, Rocky Romero, Ricky Reyes. Christopher Daniels was the guy who was kind of our trainer. And I give, I give a lot of credit to Jesse and Bill for giving us that, that a place to, to learn. But when Chris would come in, you know, he'd be really the guy who took over and, 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 you know, kind of taught us from there. Then we moved on and we branched out and then there we went. Oh, I must also say that at that school, when I first came to was Rico Constantino, who would, okay. you know, who's a great guy. And, you know, oh, he's got man, some... his gimmick at WWE was awesome. Right. I love that. Do you uh, remember Rico? Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of uh, physical pain at the moment. Isn't right. Right? Doesn't yeah. he have like a GoFundMe? Guy? Yeah. He does. I have no information about well, I, that. Hey, but, I'll I mean, tell you Google what, though. People. Yeah, Google Rico Constantino GoFundMe page and help that guy out if you can. Yeah. You thank go. you. Thank you. And then from there, uh, you know, uh, a group of us wanted to 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 you know blossom even more. So we just started traveling around. We ended up at UPW, and at the time there were guys, you know. John Cena was there. It Samoa Joe was the there. Mat, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Right, right, right. So we That's were involved the with them with that too. Goofy haircut. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Right. And then that TJ Perkins came along too. Like Joe was there too. Right? Joe was Samoa there. Joe? Samoa right. Joe. Uh, what his first gimmick? I'll never forget watching him like uh, kind of hit the hit the road and with his trainer at the time. I, I was Cincinnati Red. I do believe that's who trained him. Okay. He yep. recently passed. But anyways, watching Joe wrestle, I'll never forget. He used to kind of do like a. Like, he would wear a Hawaiian shirt, and he'd be, like, the part... I don't want to say the party animal type character, but, like... Really? He really played up the I'm like Hawaiian. John Belushi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Huh, uh, okay. So, that was always kind of funny. Uh, it didn't last long, you right, know, but, like, right. just, you know, playing that character. Oh, so then from there, then, you know, uh, Mr. Anoki came to America, and they That's opened Antonio up... Antonio Anoki. Uh, yes, yes. yes. Mr. Uh, Antonio Anoki, WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right. He came to America, and they opened up an American dojo to... Because they were essentially... That was going to be the place that they would send Gaijin from New Japan to uh, Japan to, mm-hmm. to wrestle for the promotion. And then from there, we had, uh, you know, myself, TJ Perkins, Rocky Romero, Ricky Reyes, Daniel Bryan was there. Michael Elgin? Uh, he, if he, he was there, he may have been later. Okay, I just remember uh, a picture because, with you at the bottom and sure. Evan was in the corner. That's always okay. That's uh, Samoa Joe was there. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else came through. I don't want to like. Um, uh, Speaking of Antonio Noki, real quick, uh, have you ever seen that video of people? Getting in the ring and it's like an honor. I'm and being slapped by him. Get sma- yeah, you get slapped <laughs> hard as fuck. Sure. This is like I'd rather get punched by any of you guys right. than open hand slap by Michael or by uh, Antonio Anoki. But like, so yeah, is it I have a story about like that. Top? No, it is right yeah, across the face. Okay, yeah. just want to make sure I'm clear. You have a story about this. I don't. I mean, I hope I don't like. Just uh, tell it. It's fine. No. Uh, <laughs> It's not even. I, I'm saying. I hope I guess I didn't tell this the last time we talked about this. Yeah. But uh, it was funny. Fun, the ago. funny <laughs> thing. Uh, so the open end chop. Yeah, like slap to the face. Uh, I've been slapped by the face, but the 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 person who got it the most was T.J. Perkins, and it was so funny because it is a sign of respect. And right, he used yeah. to like the, the, at uh, New Japan. They always wanted it to, to you know the fighting spirit, the token spirit. They wanted it to look like it was a real competition, like it was a real fight. That's right. how that's how we were trained, right? We trained like our training was grueling. I mean, essentially, what they did was they wanted to push people out. They wanted only wanted people who were willing to go through the hardest, hard, right? Yeah. And, and then like 
So anyway, we'd be trained two days on as we do jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Then, then we do kickboxing and then we would do pro wrestling. And then that was just our week. And it was a Monday through Friday thing. And that was for about two years of my life. But, uh, so it was a grueling thing. Anyway. It's fucking amazing, man. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to mark okay. out to you, but when you think about that, for someone to spend two years life, and that's that's like you're staying like close to the dojo or in the dojo uh, I, itself. I slept in the ring itself, you know. So like, oh, those are things was where we we, <laughs> we wanted to yeah. be there, and there was only so many spaces, sleeping spaces. Mm -hmm. But you know, there was a, quite a bit of us that wanted to go through it. So you know, we just find places to sleep on the floor. You, did right. you t say about uh, in the first podcast, which I'm gonna I'm gonna go revisit this? Week, I think did you say one of the new boys from Japan or something. He just. He showed up, and then, like, one day he was gone. And they yeah, this guy, somebody just disappeared. We talk about every <laughs> once in a while, and it's yeah. funny that, like, he, you know, he, he didn't speak very good English, and we never knew what happened to him. We still go, what happened to this in guy? In San Bernardino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that? Was that was in Santa Monica, California. Santa Monica, yeah. Right. He just disappears into California. Maybe he's still out there somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I know. It's probably, that's crazy. Well, it could be, he could end up being, like, a mega superstar. That's Pentagon Jr. We just yeah, don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go back to that slap bit, because I want to tell this story. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so sorry, whenever, it's okay. When uh, So, whenever uh, Mr. Inoki came to town uh, to kind of check out, like, how the dojo was running, he'd always kind of reassess, like, okay, this is how I want things to be done. Uh, and uh, it would always be... He always had a hard time believing in a professional wrestling lockup where guys would just walk in and lock up. He didn't like, he didn't like it. He's he like, really, that's fake. You yeah. would never do that. He goes like, try to lock up with me. And he'd always call TJ to him. He's always, try to lock up to me to the point where TJ would be like, oh, fuck, here we go. He'd, like, he'd go, all right, try to lock up with me. And then TJ knew it was coming because this happened to him every time he came. So he'd try to reach in for a lockup and Mr. Noki would slap him in the face. Slap shit and he'd just slap him in the face. He's like, see, this is why you don't do this. And then, so... If that's a sign of respect, he must oh, respect TJ. Hard work pays off. I gotta give TJ credit because lots of guys use Facebook, lots of them use Twitter. Right. That's he's one of the first guys I've seen. Which I'm new to Instagram just because sure. of Chase. I got rid of the rest of social media because basically I just I can't handle it. You know, right. this is not my thing. I got the Facebook Messenger, but uh, my son has Instagram, so I got Instagram. TJ Perkins is the man on Instagram. People right. love him. Like he'll have. I've seen, like, porn stars that uh, don't have as many comments on his stuff. I mean, like, every time he posts a live video or anything, people are just going crazy over it. And he has, he's playing, like, the video game gimmick. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's himself. Like, he's like, hey, man, check out my new shoes. Like, he's a big shoe guy, from what right. I understand. Mm -hmm. right. And he's, and I think the fact that he's play, do, playing himself right. and letting that personality come out. Right. Because everyone that's ever been super successful... Like Austin and everybody's feel like, hey, it's it's just me on tw at twelve. Yeah, just amped yeah. up. Yeah. Right, right, right. But I'm glad that your friend is being successful. Oh, man. yeah, that, that's that's pretty awesome, man. Um, one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on, I want I didn't mean to cut you off mid sentence. There, go that's ahead, right. Finish what you were saying. I was just I was agreeing. He's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'll agree with you. Um, but man, one of the main reasons I want to have you on is because I've been promising to have you on for over two months now. It's just been hectic getting time and straight. Sure. Out, but we got it today. Um, there's a place called the arena. I've got the blessed to be commentated there, be commentated there for many times. I am the official commentator. The, well, actually the back row hecklers commentary team is the official uh, commentary team for pro wrestling freedom, which runs there once a month. And then, uh, also for the short lived Tony shark had a promotion there. Oh yeah. And I, I think it might be coming back. He's taking a little break, but he had, he did run a free show and they, there was another show. He was going to try to run everything, but I got, uh, I'm, I'm the official commentator for the back records are for those guys too. And then this Tuesday, 
it got changed from Jammers back to the arena. But Terry Harper Presents, which everybody is, is, is pretty familiar with. If you've been to a concert in Louisville, Kentucky, or Indiana in probably the last three years, you know who Terry Harper is. He dips his uh, toes in wrestling about two or three times a year. And uh, he changed it to the arena. So uh, I was very thankful. I need to thank three people besides Terry Harper. I need to thank Madman Pondo. I need to thank Jason Saint. I need to thank Nick Manawa. Because if it wasn't for those three guys, we wouldn't have got that gig. And uh, I got to thank Big Doug Votaw because he's the one told me to send an email. <laughs> he said, email him and ask at least what could have hurt. And so right. Terry Harper, uh, me and Nick Manawa are going to be calling the shots this Tuesday. So that was a very good thing. But the arena is an excellent place for wrestling. There's been a lot of really good wrestling going on. The TPI was held there this year. The Ted Petty Invitational was held this year, just like last weekend during your thing. And I heard. When am I going to get an invite to that? By the way, uh, well, maybe 2017. <laughs> I did get an invite, but like I don't know. Yeah, Kenny got, I must I got lost in the mail. No, he got lost. He lost his toe that year. Then, yeah, I think some some something yeah, had happened that year, so it didn't happen year, for real. I'm pretty sure there was a legit excuse that year. It wasn't like you know. Um, but for there's Tony runs a really nice place there. They've they've redone the whole basement like and everything for for people that run shows. And I think there's even companies, I, I feel bad, but there's somebody running on Sundays now, too. But I don't know the name of that promotion. I will find out, and I will plug them also. I but, know that it's Jack Black and Vito Andretti, I do believe it's okay, Vito. There, I, yeah. It's one of the Vito brothers, one of the Vitos. Or Guido, yeah, they're, they're running, they're it's running Vito there. And but it's like an afternoon yeah. show. It's like three or so. Yeah, yeah. And they use a lot of local guys, and I think it's kind of, it's fairly reasonable. It's like, you know, it's not, most places now are 10 to $15 for a ticket. I think they're like between, don't quote me, between like six and eight bucks. Really? Because it's a Sunday afternoon show, sure. and it's not, you know, it's and it's it's uh, it's got a small base of fans, but hopefully it'll build. But for the longest time, Mitchell Huff was the official quote the quotation marks. If you can't see him, trainer for the arena with Two Tough Tony. Well, you guys are in luck. I'm telling you right now, you guys are in luck because he's got a replacement. Nothing against Mitchell Huff at all. But his replacement's sitting in front of me, and that's Rudy Switchblade. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to oh, come on here and let everybody know. People come to me. Lots of times and be like, man, how did I get into the wrestling business? And I'm always like, get trained, you know? And now you have a person that you can get trained. Either that possibility is there. That's so cool. I, I wanted you to give a, give a little heads up on, I mean, uh, that you're going to contact him, of course, personally, if you want to, you know, do this and everything. But give a heads up about how your methodology is. If I just created a new word, mythology. 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 Oh. Your, Greek mythology? Your, yeah, it was like. Your <laughs> methods. Methodology. methodology. There we go. There you go. Sure. Hey, can, you, can you talk like comics? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, your methods of, of how you uh, 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 train maybe compared to like what some of the other trainers around here may be accustomed sure. to and how they can get a hold of you if they're interested in training because they go through you right now too, Tough Tony? Correct. All right. So uh may I also say that so, so training is Tuesdays and Thursdays from 7 to 9. The address is 1416 Spring Street in Jefferson, Jeffersonville, Indiana. So make sure you can make that. Like if you work second shift every week sure and then you know you, you may not want to come be like hey uh is there no way we can do it on a monday afternoon at four because you know this they right. have a set time they have a set schedule and stuff right uh i also uh i'm toying with the idea of doing sunday mornings too okay. for people who want to you know who want to train early uh, uh i prefer i personally and this comes from my time at the dojo prefer to train in the day exactly and that way i have the rest of my night because i don't want to come home at 11 o'clock and smell like an elbow pad and stuff. <laughs> right. so if i can if if i can i i mean mm-hmm. i understand that people's work schedules get in the way and that's why i'm trying to do it at seven and nine and then on the weekends i'd like to do it early so you still have the rest of your day as far as my methodology uh 
There are things that I think I I focus on that, at least in my experience, I can't speak for everybody else out here. Mm -hmm. I, I guess I must also say that I didn't realize that there are so many people who hold who hold training classes as well. See, I didn't know there was only one. I, the people I knew was Cash had at SWE, and then I thought that was it. I right. didn't know anyone else around here was training. Rip with think, OVW. Rip, oh, right. well, of course, well, OVW. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, I'm, uh, I think I don't even think there's a beginners class there anymore. I think your Rip is the only class they have going now. I don't know if Matt can tell sure. even. Oh really? Oh, anymore. I have no idea. I, I know, know he's that the a trainer, but I don't right. know like the levels of. Well, they used to have like an intermediate with yeah. Eugene, and he moved to like South Dakota. Yeah, he's in and South Dakota. Doing his thing, right. so. Okay, so I guess what my um, my methodology is, it's taking a little bit from each person that I learned, and and because I did have great trainers, and I have to give them credit. It was yes. Bill, Jesse. Uh, Christopher Daniels, it was Tom Howard at UPW, Kevin Quinn at UPW, you know, Antonio Noki, uh, you know, we had time with uh, uh, Perry Saturn, even at the time with Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe were our trainers. I came here, I had Al Snow, Jim Cornette, Danny Davis, Rip Rogers, so I have a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of good uh Head trainers. That's a resume. Sure. That's a resume for you. <laughs> and that's one yes. of those things where uh, yes. you asked earlier if I wanted to go to NXT, and I, I do. And really, for me personally, the biggest goal for me to go to NXT, besides getting, you know, paid, you know, you know, getting the contract, is I really want to work under Norman Smiley. Because oh, I respect right. him okay. as a wrestler, and I would like to learn from him. And Steven Regal, too. I yeah. mean, they have great head trainers there. That, and, like, it's more of a thing that I want to learn under them. So... I guess I, I so think I want to focus. Smiley. So many people quote him as like, man, he's just so good at what he does right. and sure. the way he breaks stuff down. And I think that if you are looking to become a professional wrestler or, or if you're a professional wrestler and you're not getting the results you want, you're not getting booked, you're not getting, you're um, getting turned away and things like that. He's not opposed to taking on someone who's been in the business a year and needs to be brushed up, Correct. needs more basics, and needs to be advanced, because you can take that person to another level. Oh, definitely. And I think, uh, well, I guess for me, the thing I focus on most, and I felt, even like even in my time in OVW, I felt they didn't focus on it, was footwork and timing. And Boom. I think that's a very important thing. Like It's missing from a lot of people. You, can, yeah. I, you, you hear Will, uh, William Regal say... Uh, I can tell a lot about a guy and how he works by just by how they move their feet, and you and just the fact that a lot of these guys do not know how to roll. And I, that's something else. That's another promotion I left out. I did spend some time uh, in W2, WPW, which was a lucha promotion, because I didn't grow up, you know, in the South. Like I didn't see Jerry Lawler, baby. I didn't see yeah. all that yeah. stuff. I grew up with Lucha Libre, so we our promotions were all lucha based, and so I had lucha trainers. Actually, my first. Lucky. Bill and Jesse were, <laughs> uh, Jesse was an old luchador. So mm -hmm. I, like my, my style kind of stems from that American lucha style because it just, that's what we did out there. It's so very obvious with the arm drags. Right. So, and one of the focuses that they focus on out there is rolling and how to move and make sure you protect yourself. And then it's one of these things and you, you like as a trained professional, you can start seeing some of these guys and how they move and they get kind of clumsy. And then there's a lot of, you know, we all make mistakes. I, I've fallen and stuff too, but oh, it doesn't yeah. happen as often as I see some people who are just trying to replicate what they see on YouTube versus mm -hmm. actually being trained professionally yes, and properly. Right. Oh, that's the big yeah. thing. Yeah, I think there's too many, too, too many people out there who think that they can just jump in. And there's, don't get me wrong, there's people that 
I've heard of people training people that should not be training right. people. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that it's mandatory if you have not wore out two cars in the independent scene. You know what I'm saying? Right, if you haven't right. been 10 years in the business, at least, then you don't have any business telling people what to do. That's just sure. my personal opinion. I mean, I'm... Well, um, about that, I'm sorry. Like, I guess we're going to go this way. And I hear you about 10 years in the business, but it's also 10 years of doing what? What right, did you do for 10 yeah. years? If you're 10 years Quality in the same... Quality miles, correct. I mean. Yeah, correct. years of it's... Yeah, I mean... I, I agree. If you work in your dad's promotion, no right. offense to some people, but you work for your dad's promotion for 10 years, and you wrestle in three other places in a 100-mile radius. Right. I'm talking about... That's why I put in, a, you know, wore out a couple of cars, where you've taken bookings all over the country. Right. And you're getting paid. I mean, very few people can make their living as a professional wrestler. Exactly. And... If that's something you choose to do, then Rudy Switchblade is one of the, is the guy that you want to see. No offense, because he's the guy that can train you and give you the tools you need to be able to get to that level eventually. Don't get me wrong. There's no, there's absolutely no uh, substitute for ring time. None. Right. And besides, like the names that you've worked, you yeah. know, and learned with right. just by being in the ring, sharing the you know the ring right, with them right. and having matches. Your resume that you just read off, you know, that speaks for itself. So, so diverse. I mean, and if anyone's ever seen your, you know, any of your matches, yeah, just you two, you, you're, Sorry, yeah. yeah, your 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 work speaks for itself. So, well, thank you. I'm so sorry to crunch food while I'm trying to build over him. I did not have lunch, and I was trying to get the boys ready. Um, now are you going to be um accepting like valets, managers, things like that? That uh, I, I I won't turn down. Somebody who's interested in being a valet or a manager, uh, I mean, I, I'll you give prefer them. Prefer to be able to wrestler, but prefer, and I think that the, those people should still know how to the I, basics. The basics to understand what to be involved. Like it's one thing to just have somebody, and this is something that happens a lot. Uh, come in with no wrestling experience and then call themselves a manager. And then they get themselves involved in, in, in stuff that they're not ready for. And then mm. it shows. And then, like, I don't know. And it makes the match bad. Yeah. It, right. it happens. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, right now I referees? have... Referees. Referees. Because referees, referees I mean, no, they, they, Well, exactly. That's what I'm... I'm right. You know, that makes... Are, are you willing to uh, to train referees as well? Or people aspire yes. to be referees? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, like... That's a very good thing. You know, I know a couple people that are actually interested in referee training. Like, right. Talked about really. it because... There's a short supply of referees in this area. Qualified, talented referees. Qualified refs. Yes, yep. there is a very short supply of that. We see it constantly. Yeah. Not just in certain places. I'm, I'm talking about like a lot of places. Like you see one ref for the whole show and things. Right. So I mean, lots of times you got guys that came in there trying to be a wrestler, but they're green and they rode in with their buddy and they're throwing on the ref shirt. You know right. what I'm saying? So, right. and that's not that's really. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that, but I mean, I guess you learn a lot being a ref. I think. Oh yeah. I think the you thing, the, well, the that thing that about ring, that you... too is people. I mean, tend to neglect how important a referee exactly. is. Oh, yeah. I mean, exactly. because they, you know, most times, like you said, they're not only have to know what's going on in your match; they have to know what's going on in multiple matches. Right. Then you know, uh, so and they have to be able to communicate. Correction is key. They have to be able to communicate. I think that uh, I don't think any any. Any any facet form of like manager, valet, referee, but especially wrestler. Definitely, if that you're looking to get into the wrestling business and you're looking to get trained, how do they get a hold of a research plate? Well, right now, I guess the easiest thing they can do for me is uh, c- contact me on Facebook. Okay, uh, it's under Eric Matlock, but if you type in Rudy Switchblade, that yeah. was originally it'll it'll pop up. Yeah. Same thing with I do believe uh, Twitter. 
Do you have an email? Maybe that might be just as easy. That might be better, actually. I really should create a Rudy Switchblade email. Uh, uh, Yeah, I should do that. Actually, I did have one for a little bit, but I think I got rid of it. Just like you said earlier, like social media is just, uh, I'm trying to be better at it. I'm terrible at it. If anything, if I could say my weakest asset as a, or, you know, my weakest trait as a wrestler is self promotion. I'm just terrible at it. I'm trying to get better. Especially now that I'm. Now that you have this. Now that I have this. Well, it wasn't something that you ever really had to deal with. I mean, the last time in OVW, you know, it was different. You know, where, you know, back in the day, I didn't have access to Twitter and email. I mean, it was around, but it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. We had to send VHS tapes to people. <laughs> or you had to just show up at shows with your gear and oh, just yeah. hope to get on. I mean, I had to do all that. Now it is, like, you know. It's really bad, like, the, 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 the way that things are nowadays. Like, it's kind of, you, so I've been to at least three shows recently where they've had people that were there to run a cam and they end up with a referee shirt on or something like that. So, I mean, it's uh, training wow. referees. Well, that you know, happened. So. I mean, the, I, th- I think that's pretty much the story for most people who start out, or at least in my experience, is like uh, I was running the cam uh, when I first started and then there was one man down in a battle royal. So then I ended up borrowing, I think it was like Frankie Kazarian's knee pads and somebody else's. <laughs> I just, I came out in somebody else's gear completely but and just, I, but I got to yeah. be in the battle royal and I got to throw And that was just, you know, and that's usually how it happens is uh, you get thrown in some battle royal just on some chance. So, but like, you know, you never know what you're going to do. I've had to do refereeing and I, I had to be a cameraman. You know, I think that's important. I, and one of these things that I feel like, happens now is people are i guess they take what they have for granted as far as being wrestlers is like um i mean at least from the people i experienced out here i i had to help break down a ring and put it back up and i don't know like you know uh, and that was something i had learned early on by uh uh you know it was actually chavo guerrero senior who kind of uh you know instilled that in us like when he would come down because i guess if i'm gonna drop any more names i shouldn't drop theirs too because they had to help uh they mondo guerrero used to keep his ring in ovw or mm-hmm. excuse me ovw ewf yeah. and every now and then he would come in and then like he would help train us too but okay. they would always be you know telling us to don't act like a superstar don't treat yourself like a superstar in the sense of that like you know don't be don't be above taking down a ring yes. and helping out uh, you know, set the place up because really, I have a personal. There's a personal friend of mine. I'm not going to name his name, but he uh, he got a shot at IWA Mid South like two years ago, and uh, he had two matches. I was actually commentating at the time, and and the guy who runs the show, we went around and walked up to me, and he's like, "This guy here, man, put him over real big on the mic tonight." I'm like, "All right, cool, man," because I like him a lot. And so I put him over, and then the next week, same thing. And then two weeks later, he's gone. And I, I, I was, it was right before Axel came back, or rest in peace. And I was like, Ian, what happened there? You know, he goes, man, the kid just, every, he had an excuse all the time. Didn't want to help take the ring down, didn't yeah. want to help put it up. He goes, sorry, I can't, I can't have that, man. Right, you know, right, and, then, right. and, and the good thing is that the, the guy's learned his lesson. He's, he's back in the fold. He's doing good things. And I, I think that's a good thing. He's a real good person. I don't want to, I'm not going to put his name on blast, but I mean, that kind of stuff happens. People, you know, people notice that. And I'm, I'm using right. Ian as an example, but I mean, it's like, all part it, of paying your dues. Oh, too. it's you all about paying your like, Even OVW, even if the ring may stay up, right. but there's still stuff to do after the show is sure. over with. And so, like, you know, they have to stay and help. Well, even then, way. like, when I got here too, like, I mean, even when I was here, when WWE was here, mm-hmm. you would have the guys, the contract guys were taking down and setting up that ring when we do house shows. Yeah. I mean, just so. You know, the, it was just part of paying your dues, and that was something I thought Al Snow was good at. at the, uh, you know, it was just like 
making sure people knew that you know we're all in this together. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember going to the NXT show a while back uh, that was here in Louisville mm-hmm. and talked to my buddy Drake, who uh, it's it's Drake I don't know if he's like maybe a head official over down right. in, in NXT nowadays, but uh, you know he's been there for years and he was the first one out there when the show was over. Right, started you know breaking it down. He was breaking it down know, before the fans were even out of the building. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I mean you know I mean I'm sure everyone wants to go home, but it's right, like right. he was the first one out there to do that shit. Right. And like you watch anything on NXT. Uh, he's always the one, like, I mean, you see him in that role of, you know, breaking down the ring and, right. and you know, just, that's just like part of the deal. So, yes, he's definitely, I think he actually got called up to raw. I've seen him on raw a few times. Really? Yeah. 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 When they did the draft, I, I don't want to, I don't know if I've seen him all that often, good, but he's definitely on one of the other raw or SmackDown. That's good. I think that the, I, I probably think that's probably a pay raise. So I would assume so. There's a lot. Yeah, like Jimmy Jacobs, he, he, he got the, uh, I, I want to say somebody told me he's writing for NXT because NXT so. guy went to SmackDown. So right, I heard that, right. like, some yeah, of these there are call-ups that you don't hear about. Yeah, yeah, you don't hear about some of them because, you know, behind the scenes. Like, right. they don't really want you to know certain things, but I, I remember it, it slipped. Like, one of the Truth Martini boys or something was like, hey, congrats to Big Jimmy. He's writing for, for, for NXT now. And that's the type of thing, man, that, that people are like, oh, man, he's not wrestling. I'm like, it, it, it's one of those things where back in Jimmy Jacobs, when in his height of things, if he was four inches taller, Jim Fannin said it, he'd have been signed years ago. Right. They were looking for right. yeah, the guys that have bodies like, no offense, the, uh, Batista. Sure. And guys like that, you know, bodybuilders. And Vince likes the big man. He always has. Right. Well, the feel like, you know, those things, uh, you got to think of people like Fit Finley who just got signed on to be an agent and stuff. And then, yeah. you know, they needed somebody. And then he fit that role. And then he, you know, became who he was in at WWE. So there's still that oh, yeah. chance oh, that, sure. you know, yeah. especially now. Oh, and not just WWE. There's so many other. This is a great time. Like, the wrestling in UK, the UK is blooming. Right. right? Blooming. Rev Pro, they, they've had to upgrade their venue, I want to say, like three times. That's good. Zack Sabre Jr. was the world champion there for a long time. I have a middle finger pointing at Chris Class's head. Yeah. And the reason why is because... Katsuyori Shibata <laughs> defeated him for the title. And it was kind of like what we were Friday, saying earlier. Friday, yeah. And as soon as it happened, the night it happened, of course, in our group messenger, not even him, Joshua, Joshua. sends me a fucking pic. <laughs> holding the belt over his body. Right. You know, like it's Mortal Kombat. And, and Brian's response was, it's work, fellas. Which I was saying. <laughs> it right tells a better story. On. Yeah, it was like, yeah. I mean, I was so, I was so happy about that. I'm yes. so glad that Shibata, like about, it was about Three or four years ago, I started getting back into New Japan, like really watching that because I just I hated watching wrestling. But that's like what I that's what I that's what draws draws me in. Mm-hmm. And right off the bat, Shibata was the one that like stood out. That I was like, wow, this dude is. When I had a, I, my best friend was putting over um, uh, Nakamura. He's like, man, this guy's going to be where it's at. And I was like, yeah, I could see that. And I was like, but just look at the way Sh- Shibata's work reminds me so much of uh, of. of I mean, just the style of like Mitsuharu Misawa was probably oh, yeah. my favorite, you right. know, my favorite Japanese yeah, wrestler of all time. But he was always like that no nonsense, stiff, just you know, hard hitting right. worker that could work anyone. Like cigarettes a day. Too. Yikes! Really? Yeah. yeah. They said Misawa. They was like he used to smoke like two packs a day. He That's was, crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. But this guy, I mean, a Kentaro Bashi style, like not real flashy. I mean, sure. if you looked at Shibata, he dresses still like. Uh, a young boy like right, you know yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. like i mean and, and maybe you collaborate on that in, in japan they have in new japan they have like the young boys yes you're not allowed in any gear other than you know black your, trunks, your, black trunks yeah. your your you know sometimes not even knee pads and you know that's nothing that's and shibata has 
I believe he started working in 97, 98, oh, something like that. He's been around Almost a long time. Almost 20 years, yeah. And he's, uh, I mean, still has that same gear. And right. you see his matches, man, and he's just... Is my personal favorite, but yeah, he's the new uh, Rev- what is it, Revol- Revolution, Revolution Pro? Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he, I know he, he, I hope he held on to that. I know he had Chris Harrell the next night. He did actually have some of those yeah. results. Of, um, it Will was, Ospreay was really big. That's where Will Ospreay took on Vader. In that, oh, okay. In that how match. how was that? Uh, how was that? I should say I, like, I didn't get to see the the actual match. I saw the ending of it, and of course he put Vader over. And I think that it was kind of cool that Vader, being a sixty year old man, I heard he's an asshole. But he worked himself into a payday after you know throwing a little bit of throwing a little bit of sauce out there on Twitter and <laughs> being an old man, you know, knowing Get how off to my use lawn. social media. Yeah, he I do a, have uh, the results. This is from um, the eleventh. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have Marty Scurro defeated Jushin Thunder Liger by submission. He came out wearing a mask too, like a Liger mask. Did he really? Yeah, Marty Scurro. Do you have a copy of this? No. Is this okay. the guy who Let's was the party boy? What first? Party Marty. Party, he was Marty, Party yeah. Marty for yeah. a little while, yeah. Now he's the villain. I'm he sorry, he came to OVW during, I guess, when they're doing their TNA boot camp. I think the yes. finals was between okay, him yes. and Rockstar Spud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, just got signed to Ring of Honor a, not too long ago. What a way to reinvent himself. Is he, like, right. yeah, he comes out with the white umbrella like the penguin. And yeah, stuff. the yeah, villain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's blowing it up. He just won um, Bolo this year. He won PWG Bolo this mm-hmm. year. He was the winner. He won it? He won. The whole thing, yep. Uh, Honma from New Japan defeated someone named Shaw Samuels. I'm not familiar with that guy. Oh, that's you know, Samuel yeah. Shaw. Yeah, it's yeah. A, from TNA. Is that Shaw, Shaw Samuels? Samuels. Yeah, is yeah, that a, pretty sure it's the same guy. Yeah. He won the. Uh, he won a gut check like two years ago when like TNA was still on. Oh, really? Like, TV. He was here for a while. Well, he was doing a surfer yeah. dude for a little while. He was in right. OVW. He, was he has the worst cover up tattoo ever. Like, like he's trying to cover <laughs> a tribal. It's like a big, massive black mask. <laughs> all the well, way he started down, wearing like, long sleeves when he started like the serial killer. Yeah, because it was all the way down to like almost his elbow. It's like just black. I'm he like, wasn't oh, terrible that's a though. Up. Like the limited stuff I've seen, he wasn't bad. Oh really. no, no, no! He, who was he stalking? Uh, Christy Hemme. Christy. Yes, yep, thank you. Right there. Oh, yeah. I like that gimmick. God, uh, I love yeah. Christy Hemme, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would, I would put her in one of the hottest, like hottest girls in wrestling ever. I love that chick. Um. Honma, defe- oh, I already said that. Uh, Yuji Nagata defeated Pete Dunne. Chris Hero defeated Tomohiro Tomo, Tomo Ishii, who I love the shit out of that guy. Uh, uh, if, if no one's ever seen Ishii work, fucking YouTube him or, or go on New Japan World and, and, and get it. Because this guy, I'm going to go out and I'm going to say he's my... The two dudes that, when I talked to Hero, it, it, last time he was at IWA, the... Two dudes he wanted to work from New Japan. Right. Ishii and Suzuki. And, and, yeah, Minoru Suzuki. Uh, I'm going to go out and say Minoru was. Suzuki. Like, okay. uh, uh, Ishii <laughs> is... Uh, Suzuki? Yeah, I didn't know who he was. Oh, yeah. Well, he... Uh, I like the what attitude. What was it that he... Um, he started... Was it Pancras that he helped... It was in the uh, in the 90s. I believe it was Pancras that he, he oh, brought to life or whatever. Like, he was a founder of Pancras, mm. I believe. Oh, Um... What else? Yeah, Chris Hero defeated Ishii. I, who I was saying, Ishii is, in my opinion, the uh, the MVP of New Japan this year. Um, Willow Spray defeated Bushi to uh, retain the um, Ayabushi. Ar- Kota Ayabushi. No, Bushi. Oh, I don't know. Bushi. He's a um, he's a Japanese wrestler that, yeah. that uh, he wears a mask. Uh, R- R- I, he retained the uh, British Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, there was a six-man tag that was uh, Los Ingobernales de Japón 
which is, um, ah, let me try, oh, they have him here, oh yeah, here we go, it's Naito, uh, Evil, and, who's the never open weight champion, he just defeated, uh, Shibata, actually, and Sonata, who used to work in TNA, mm-hmm. and this guy is blowing the fuck up in New Japan right now. Okay. Sonata, did you see any of that stuff he did with um, the Cowboy uh, James Storm? James Storm, yeah, he was with the group when they had that. Oh, uh, you know what? That was in like their like transitional phase, and right. I didn't get you Destination didn't America. Oh, Destination America, yeah. Yeah, I only saw a little bit. Did you watch any of that? Dude? I seen a little bit, but he did good. Yeah, yeah, he's he's apparently really good now. But they defeated David Starr, Trent Seven, and David Tyler. Bates. Yeah, we had him on. Mm-hmm. He's been. Really, David Starr? Mm-hmm. Hey. Say Tyler Bateman. T- uh, Tyler Bate is oh, okay. what it says. I don't know who that is either. Uh, and then for the, uh, settle down, Brian, the uh, RPW British Heavyweight Championship, Katsuyori Shibata <laughs> defeated the uh, former champ, Zack Sabre Jr. Douchebag. So that was, which I bet that was an You want that knife out your back, bud? It's a damn work, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a damn work, but when, when, uh, when Sabre wins, hey, man, he's, he's got the, the best, best in the fucking yeah. world, His man. transition game so. is on point. <laughs> yeah. Which it is. I mean, you know, he absolutely is. <laughs> and then they had uh, night two. Night two, we'll go over this okay. real quick. This happened on the 11th. Yeah, What's today, the date? The 13th, game after that. Yeah, yeah, by popular demand. Uh, Okay, yeah, we won't keep it very long. I can figure it out as I go. We had uh, the British Tag Team Champions, Joel Redman and Charlie Garrett defeated Los Ingobernales of Bushi and and Evil Mm -hmm. by DQ. Drew Galloway appeared uh, and talked shit, apparently. Josh Bodum defeated Honma. My boy. Eugene Nagata defeated uh, Trent Seven. Mm. Dave Mastiff appeared, uh, beat mm. down Seven. Will Ospreay. Uh, he got signed, but it was. Who's this? Didn't Dave Mastiff get signed? No, Big Damo got signed in NXT. Okay. Oh, did he? I get those two guys mixed up. They're both really big guys. With I've seen this. Dan was in OVW for a little bit. Mastiff is huge. Who Dan Mastiff, Mastiff was? Or I do believe that Dan Mastiff was at OVW. Really? Um. Sorry, Will Ospreay defeated Jushin Liger. Oh, man. Uh, Ishii defeated Pete Dunne. Uh, Los Ingobernales. Uh, Los Marty didn't have the mask on. Ospreay had the ma- had the Liger mask. He came oh, out and he came out as Black doing, Liger. He was doing Liger's moves. They were, like, emulating each other and stuff. You know how he does with Ricochet? He did mm-hmm. the same thing with Liger. So, Ospreay's only, like, 24. That's amazing to me that he's where he's at at 24 years old. People make fun of him say he's too choreographed and stuff, but... If his name's in people's mouths, then he's doing something right. right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Los Ingobernales de Japón, the IWGP champs, defeated, uh, that's uh, Naito and Sonata, defeated um, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Marty Scurroll. Non-title oh. match. Yeah. Uh, Scurroll <laughs> confirmed. Listen to this. I don't know if you guys knew this. Scurroll confirmed that he has signed with Ring of Honor. Honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scurroll then attacked Sabre Jr. before leaving. And the main event. The British heavyweight champion, Katsuyori Shibata, defeated Chris Hero. There you go. And if anyone has those matches, um, hit me up. Hit yeah, him put up. them up on Facebook or something. Yeah, because he <laughs> definitely wants to see them. Uh, what was the, who was somebody else besides Marty signed to for uh, Ring of Honor? Was someone else? Know, it's, no, no. it's not Osprey because he's in New Japan. Someone else. He turned it down, I believe. He turned down New Japan? No, he turned down uh, Ring of Honor so he can stay mm. over there. Well, yeah, there was somebody else though besides uh, him that signed Ring a British of Honor guy. That, yeah, signed Ring really? of Honor deals. 
It's not Zack Sabre Jr. If I remember who it is, or I'll, I can look up in a minute. Okay. But return to the uh, homage to Tell Him Steve's Days 1, True 3. Right. I'm going to give them their full credit. Please don't sue us. Um, we call <laughs> That's the, the other podcast. Row, we call it the Back Row Liars. It's my favorite podcast, man. Come on. It, is, it really <laughs> is. It's the best. And it's a year. Yeah. It's up there with you, ain't it? It's I love it. It's, it's probably, yeah, it's number one. It's best Joe Rogan's experience. So. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. My, it's my favorite podcast. And, um, <laughs> I love and basically it. what the story is, yeah, everybody here is going to tell three stories. But only one of them is going to be true. And everybody else gets two two to three questions to ask, you know, to see, try to sort the details out, see if how good a liar you are, which right. ones are true, which one's false. Um, we're going to go in the honor system. You're not going to be switching your shit around midway and go, no, this one's the true one. You know? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> we got so many people telling me. Um, I kid you not, I had like a couple people with that. I didn't even know listen to the podcast. All right. It was like. Man, I've I've done a drinking game just like that before. It was so fun. <laughs> really? And then when I heard it on you guys' podcast, oh, I was like, nice. it was awesome. I was like, I was really proud too because it was like a it was a long one. It was like a two hour and twenty minute yeah. podcast, oh, and they were like, long but it didn't one. even yeah. they go, but it didn't even seem like it. And when I hear that, that makes me feel good. You good. know, I was like, yeah. So that was a fun and game. Joshua, and you can uh, you each person can ask like you said like two questions, yes. three questions. Uh, per incident, is it how many? How many of those stories is it? Tell three. Right, one of them's true. true. Okay. Two of them are completely made up. Bullshit. Gotcha. Now you, uh, all four of us here, we all get one throwaway. So sure. that means, I, but I can't. I can only use it once. Sure. Like I can look at Matt and be like, okay, you need to throw away one of your falses. So then it fifty fifty. Right. Like he can't do it to him after that. You know. What gotcha. I mean? yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Totally but you only get to use so. it once. Once you use it, it's gone. Yeah. Okay. So, and the winner, and you only you get one point. You know, and if you're right, you get a point, and if you're wrong, you get zero points. There's right. No stone right. Or whatever. And like lots of times when they use it, it's like one on one against each other. But right. we do it so that everybody gets a chance to hear everybody's sure. stories right. and play and right. everything else. But uh, it, it gets pretty fun sometimes, man. I mean, it's it's uh. I think that sometimes there's a little bit of truth in, in all the, the the lie stories. Right. And at other times, it's like, man, that was complete bullshit. And I'm like, man, I, I had no idea. I thought that was the truth. You know? So it's, sometimes it's kind of hard to think I'm on the spur. That's why I, I gave him a heads up. He's like, okay, I don't know. So, we'll see. Right. But uh, if you're ready, I'll let Class go first because I think he's got his story I ready. Am, I am ready. I'm it might all have kind of a theme. To, I'm going to think for a minute. But, might uh, have a theme to him. You have a theme, oh, okay? Yeah, yeah, Does it have yeah, anything yeah, to do yeah. with Joshua and his grandma? <laughs> that's where yes. our fourth member Every is one of these yeah, has a theme. Okay. so I wish I'd have brought my glasses for like an old man uh, okay on your neck. are they prescription uh, they are not oh, they okay. are not <laughs> story number one right. I smoked a blunt at a Monday Night Raw taping in Baltimore Arena in the arena in the, in the arena in the arena Okay. story number two I smoked a blunt <laughs> we see the theme already the MLS Major League Soccer finals at RFK Stadium in Washington, D.C. Story number three, I smoked a blunt at a strike force event at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. Hmm. Where did Chris Glass get high at? <laughs> <laughs> These are so vague. We so, have... but feel free to ask, and you could ask uh, two, three questions about each story. By story, So, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Can I ask so, one question that applies to all three? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go to alone to no, any I of these with someone on, on all of them uh, yeah. so you were a company okay okay were you with the same person i was not with the same person okay was the strike force the dan henderson fight it was the dan henderson fight that was the only strike force event i'd been to okay that's not around anymore right not that's no, not a question no. i don't do the ufc a whole no, lot a, anymore a, like i think that's showtime's old ufc okay 
Okay. <laughs> I don't even have any more questions. Um, uh, major league who was soccer? you with at the soccer game? At the soccer game, I was with, there were probably about five people there. My okay. uh, my brother stands out, though. Okay. Um, last question I got about that one. Did all of you partake in the smoking? Everybody that was with you? I know my brother and I did. That's why he okay. stands out. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me think of any other question. Where did you where did you smoke uh, in the, the blunt in the arena, uh, the Strike Force arena? At the Strike Force arena, we had originally we were given uh, we bought shitty seats. <laughs> they didn't sell out at all, so we were moved down. I knew I had shitty seats, so I brought a blunt there, and it was with my wife. Right, and we decided to walk up to the shitty seats with probably two fights left. Mm. <laughs> Nice details. Where did you smoke the blunt? Uh, at the soccer game. That place was not sold out whatsoever, so we were just... And if you've ever seen RFK, it's an open stadium. We were towards the top. Okay. And the third one was you were at the Baltimore Arena. And yeah, that it was, was a Monday Night Raw taping. A Monday Night Raw taping. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty packed, Who actually. was you with... With that, with Baltimore Arena, who was you with there? I was with my, I was, actually, I was with my brother there, and I was with uh, a buddy of mine named Rick. Okay. Hmm. I think I know. I think I know. Okay. You okay. want to go first? And any more questions? Any, any I'm questions? all out of questions. Yeah, and I don't want to make you, I don't want to use my. I don't want to use mine yet either. Okay. Okay. Well, then where did you smoke? <laughs> In At Baltimore? Yeah. Again, we had shitty seats. So we were pretty up, like up, up top of the nosebleeds. Yeah. Pretty up, and we were pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> we were up. I would In say case the moral of the story is Chris Class does like to smoke <laughs> at, at, at places that he's uh, not supposed to be smoking. Blood. Now the dates of these things, the MLS oh, one are, yeah. was well. One yeah, of them these is, are all. These are. I think y'all went. I don't think he went to all three. Probably in the nineties. <laughs> he, he got high at all three. Uh, Strike Force was obviously, uh, I think, two thousand eight. So yeah. Hmm. All right, I'll go first. I think you got high at the soccer game. The soccer game? Yep. Okay. Mm. You know, for some reason, I don't know why. Because I don't think anybody pays attention to soccer, so you know. <laughs> I, I think if thinking. he had got high with his wife at the at the at the the Hindo fight, that would have been something I'd known by now. I would have it was stuck out. He told me be like, man, the Hindo fight was really good, but I was freaking stoned. I think that would have came along with it because <laughs> I remember him going to that fight. So I'm going to go with the raw. I think you got hot raw. Okay. Okay. That's my, that's a Is the... This whole time, Rudy Switchblade has been staring at me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like a motherfucking detective. His, his so, new name is Rudy Daggers. <laughs> so the, the the soccer stadium, is that an open arena? It is an open arena. And then I, I think I would go with the soccer stadium as well. All right. The true story is... I did smoke at the MLS finals. You guys hey. were right. Yeah, it wasn't the soccer game. Now, I, I I thought about that because I did smoke at <laughs> so stupid, at a, uh, uh, a dark show. Or it was a, a house show. And uh, I think I've talked about that, though, on here before. But that was at Freedom Hall once. So I was hoping you Wait, you heard the brood like, team? Oh. Uh, no, that's when oh, I Oh, is that something else? I'm sorry. I heard that. Yeah. You have some smoking stories I've heard. Yeah, I do. I used to, used to take them to the head. But yeah. that was a long time ago. <laughs> I think it's only quite well, Yeah. Yet. So uh, good job. We have yeah, 
Both you guys get one apiece. Matt has one. Of course, I suck at Rudy. Has one. Win any of these? The gravy has zero. So who's next? Matt, you think you? can Yeah, I think I got this. You got this. Okay. All right. Where did Matt get high? Where did Matt? He's like, my wedding was last week. Well, speaking, right now. speaking of weddings, um, okay. I had two groom. I had two best men because I only had two grooms. I had my brother and my best friend, who yes. were both Joshua. So I figured two best men would be awesome. Right. One of them, one of them, almost didn't come. My brother was having a little trouble with his his, his girlfriend, and he has a dog who is a pit bull who is super friendly but doesn't trust people. So trying to find a place for her to stay gotcha. is already tough anyway. Um, but anyway, long story longer, he did come. Mm-hmm. Um, he was great. Uh, she was great, and as I was dropping him off at the airport, he told me that they broke up, and they were just trying to play nice the entire weekend. Oh, Story number one. God. Okay. Story number two. Um, you guys may or may not know, I met Randy Orton at a at WrestleCon that was here a couple years ago. Okay. He was over at the uh, at the center, but what you may or may not have known that there was an angry fan who threw a bottle of water in his face. It was WrestleMania. It was two weeks before WrestleMania. And an angry it fan... It was me? Threw wa- yeah, the <laughs> Chris Class was there. So much. Oh, he would have given this dude such a big high no. five. But a dude, legitimately, he was sitting at a table. He had paid his $40, and he threw a bottle of water in Randy Orton's face. Wow. And then story number three was the day I became straight edge was the day I found a, my best friend at the time who has recently passed away. He was doing a line of coke on a toilet seat. Uh, in a bathroom and didn't recognize who I was. And that was the day I decided I didn't want to go down that path and I wanted to become straight edge. Oh. So very different stories. I apologize. No theme. No, but... no, no. That's okay. We sprung this one. You had no idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He texted me last night. Rudy... We're going to do the game. I'm... Okay. Yeah. I told Rudy in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got no prep time already. But yeah. yeah. Um, well, I thought of the theme thing because of Tell Him Steve Dave. Brian did a piss theme once. Yeah. Like, all his questions involved pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a girl peeing on the L track, like, right in the middle. Like, yeah. And they were yeah. like, did you have sex with her later? And he's like, I, I probably might have. I don't know. And then he goes, yeah, but she peed. He goes, it's all right, man. When you're drunk, it's okay. You know, so that made me think of clean. the whole yeah. blunt theme. I love so. Brian Quinn, man. From the Brian <laughs> Jokers, he's He's awesome. my favorite on there. Okay. Uh, uh, quick question: Did you do stand-up comedy for a while? Oh well, I guess I, oh, yes, you? but apparently you have to be funny to be successful. At it, so. <laughs> you got to see Tom Segura this weekend. Oh, cool! Yeah, man, I really yeah. man. We talked about going, but I really yeah, wanted to go. I didn't get to go yeah. because by the time I went and looked, like Saturday was sold out. Right. And Friday I had committed to. Right. Not only Bobby, where did you see him at? Oh, if I would have known he was there, I would have made yeah, an effort yeah, to show yeah, up. Yeah, I was there Thursday, Friday, uh, Friday two shows. I was there for Jim shows. Norton. I, I wouldn't see oh, Jim Norton. So. I love okay. to see that. Oh, and I did see, uh, what's his name? Uh, the voice of Comedy Central. Oh, uh, I know you're talking about It's Gonna Bother Me Now. It's bothering me now. He's a little man. Gilbert Godfrey? No. No, no, no. I know he's exactly The voice of Comedy Central? Yeah, he does the voice of the Comedy Central, but, uh, the advertisement? Yes. Mm-hmm. I can Google that probably. He oh. was the love in, he was the boyfriend of Gillian Anderson in Love. Oh, the scene. new the little guy the the, the, uh, the usually has Netflix a show. Yeah, yeah the Netflix he's, show. He's the guy that like when we found out the two girls were sisters, he's like, No, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, hey, yeah. Al Kanane? Like, Al Kanane, thank Al-Kanane. you. Yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's funny. He was really actually good. I just saw him out here too. Huh. Yeah, he's really good. Just because I remember someone told me that, that when you was taking a hiatus from wrestling, they were like, Oh, well, he's trying to be a stand up comedian. He's been thinking about doing stand up comedy. I was like, Oh, I would pay to go see. Well, honestly, that was always the thing uh I originally wanted to do was stand up comedy. Uh 
before wrestling. I mm-hmm. didn't just wrestling. I, I, you know, I found wrestling easier than I found stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. You know, because I found a wrestling. I found a place that would train me to be a wrestler right. before I found a place that I could do stand-up comedy. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's gonna be one of his stories. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm still thinking. I'm trying to keep my poker face. <laughs> <I'm like, "That's... laughs> All right. So, okay. Matthew, did you have a, you, we didn't leave the bottle over down here, did we? I got you. Oh, you're the man. I don't know how cold yeah, it is. I, was I have a question for you, man. Yes, sir. And it, I feel kind of bad. You said your friend had, it was your best friend. It was a, I mean, he was a best friend at the time. Okay. I mean, we haven't spoken in like 15 years. Yeah. Did you say he has passed away since then? He passed away about six months ago, yes. Oh, no. Allegedly. <laughs> so you don't know sure. I'm not positive. You, so you didn't keep I've seen, with the I've guy seen on Facebook that he passed away. <laughs> oh, man. But like, he was also one of these people that would like try to scam people out of money. Oh, <laughs> From what I understand. So he could, yeah. He could totally just be like, yeah, I'm dead. Don't worry about me. Mm. I'm so sorry to hear How that. long were your brother, going back to the story about your brother, mm-hmm. how long were your brother and his wife, ex-wife? Girlfriend. 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 They are not together. Oh, okay. Well, not how together at all anymore. Didn't meet, I didn't meet her. I didn't, we didn't meet her at the wedding. She was very quiet at the, at the at the yeah. wedding. She was on her side. Oh, that's a strong detail. That's a strong detail. There were a lot of people there. There were a lot of people, but still, we didn't meet her I'm trying to see. I'm trying to think if I saw your brother with anyone there. Okay, okay. How long were they together, though? That was my question. I want to say three and a half years. They've been there together longer than Amanda and I. Oh, my God. And she actually met my mom six weeks before she passed away. Oh, really? She walked into a... Like a a champ. Like, everybody loved her. You know, she was great. But, you know, they've been having trouble. Yeah. But he put on a great face, though. Yeah, I would. I would have never guessed he was going through a breakup or anything. He seemed really nice. I mean, I only talked to him for a minute, but it's funny because I didn't think you look like him a lot. Really? And then he put his glasses on, and my wife was everybody like, goes, "Oh my yeah. god!" <laughs> everybody yeah, says the same thing. We're, yeah, he put his glasses close. on. I was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Um, he wears that as a fashion accessory. He doesn't actually have any lenses in there either. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah. No, you're full of shit. And what's the? Is that uh, one of the stories? He, no, he's fucking. Oh, mm-hmm. what was the? Uh, <laughs> what the second story? I'm bored. Well, it's Randy Orton. The Randy Orton went now. Did security get the guy who threw the bottle? Yes, he did. Okay. He ran. It was very quick. Orton stood up, but like he wasn't really ready for it. Yeah. But security was. I mean, they had security did everywhere. Did water hit him or the actual bottle hit him? He threw like a bottle oh, of water. The water splashed. So the water okay. splashed on him. Yeah. yeah. I'm buying like that one that. because I like we've that. talked. But Randy, Randy got Orton the forty stories? bucks, right? Oh, he absolutely got the forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But he took. Um, I mean, he stood up, but like he didn't like do anything. I mean, he was soaking wet, but he kept. Interviewing and talking to us, you know, you're super cool dude. You or him? I'm gonna go ahead and use my fifty-fifty on you. Okay. Oh, well, right, take away one okay. of the. You want to take, take away one? Take away one of them is not true. Randy Orton is bullshit. Yeah. Randy, I damn, I was. Good. I had a I'm glad because yeah. I was about to say Randy Orton. We've talked about story. a lot of Randy Orton stories on here. That's never about him that? being a dick. Mm-hmm, which you would have brought that like, up. Like, oh, he was such a dick. I saw someone throw it. So I, I, I. Yeah, okay. I was okay. on the fence about that. I thought it was either that one. I thought it was a believable story, but I thought you guys would have heard about it. <laughs> I would have thought we would have heard about it. Okay. I, got, I got, man. You guys go ahead. I have my I, answer, I, but I don't. Go ahead. I don't think you've asked any questions. Well, I'm still listening. Uh, so the friend who passed away, you said he passed away later on? About six like, months ago, yeah. And you allegedly. stopped talking to him? Probably about allegedly? 15 years ago, yes. 10, 15 years ago, something like that. So he was your best friend, and you stopped talking to him? Because I didn't want to go down the path that he went down when I saw him smoking, when he saw him doing some cocaine 15 years ago. Uh-huh. Was I was 32, so yeah, I, was, I turned straight edge 18. So okay. so right at, tw- right at you know, 20 years ago. So yeah. was there ever any contact between you guys between that time? Um, or did you just... I, before I moved to Kentucky, he actually he hit me up on Facebook because he saw I was leaving. 
and he wanted to say like I'm sorry for all the things that you had to see and things of that nature. Like he felt bad that like I had gone a different route than he did. Mm-hmm. But yeah. where were you at? What bathroom was? His bathroom in his house. At his house. We were when we got stupid. We were we didn't do anything outside of the home a whole lot. So okay. uh, you, you know, guys were teenagers too. Yeah. Right? So, you know, when he, I think of when he says that, I'm thinking about like. Me being in my mid twenties doing crazy sure. shit, not snort off. Well, not, I, I didn't know, you say like on the bathroom. But, I was trying to think yeah. if you're. It sounds like that's something you do at a club or you know. Something yeah, like no, that. he like, was. I had to go to the. I had to use the bathroom, and we usually like would pee in the sink, but I had to, I had to take a shit, <laughs> and I had to go take a Where shit. Where would you shit in the shower? Well, well I had to go <laughs> shit in the Stop toilet down. upstairs, <laughs> and he was doing a lot of coke. for whatever reason. He felt like the bathroom seat was the right place to you do piss it. Piss in the sink. You do coke on the toilet. Yeah. I always heard stripper asses the... was the best place to do. We didn't have any strippers. We were yeah. 16. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. I don't know. Okay. 16. I think I got my answer. Okay. Oh, you see? I originally thought, damn, you're using that one. <laughs> In my mind, I had that one eliminated. Oh, so I kind of But now, you like, yeah. I thought I had one, but it sounds like Matt's changing details. Mm-hmm. So, I don't Changing know. details? Maybe, maybe. What if I change details on? Let me see if I can clear it up you said 18, and I'm then really I thought you gonna... said 16. I've been I'm straight gonna... edge since 18. I was doing drugs at 16. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and... I have my pick okay. ready, so whenever you guys are, like, are done with Do you have any more questions? This is where a would you really... get the coke at? I never got it. Okay, where did he get... So what... So he would go to another town in Yonkers. I never went with him because I was too paranoid. So you did drugs, you just didn't purchase them? Correct. I would pay other people to go get drugs for me. I'm Jewish. I don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that well, might be the line. That's the, that's the name of the podcast right a, there. I'm Jewish <laughs> and I don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> that's the name of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I've probably asked more of my, you know, more questions than I. Yeah, I think I've asked I more than I. Yeah. You have an answer? Yeah, I'll go for my first pick. I, I think that. Um, I think that you're. Your brother and his girlfriend put on a good a good facade. I think that they were broken up. I don't see the the uh, the, the drugstore being true, but I, I could be wrong. I will go with the drugstore. I don't know all your history or your background, but just for the fact that like you're like, why would he do it on the toilet seat? If you guys are if yeah. you guys are familiar with doing drugs, why would you choose a toilet seat? Just for the just for the novelty of it. Right, right. And my, my whole thing about that was. If you guys did drugs together, why didn't you do it together? And why did he sneak off for it? When you first told, when you first said it, that was what I like. That one stuck, like stood out. And mm-hmm. I was like, that has to be it. The more I think about it, and I and I could just be, you know, I, 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 I think we didn't get introduced to his girlfriend at all. Like he didn't say, hey, I my think girlfriend's it over here. might be. But well, I only talked to your brother just like Briefly, introduced yeah. him, mm-hmm. so it, I didn't expect him to do that. I'm going to go with that story. I originally thought the drug story, but I'm going with your brother and his girl put on a show. The drug story is correct. Is it really? Okay, okay. (laughs) Man, he is. He is. I I, I thought... My brother and his girlfriend are fine. Full disclosure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, He's not going to be happy that you used him in the story. I actually just watched the... Do you guys watch How I Met Your Mother at all? No, I just watched an episode where like Howard, uh, Howard, uh, Ted and Robin broke up, but like they didn't tell anybody about the wedding because like their best Uh, friends are getting married. And I was like, oh, you said good one. I like Randy Orton is a super nice dude. Full disclosure, too, at least to me. Okay, you know, nobody threw anything on him. Are you ready to go? I, I really I, I like. Wow. No, I can do. I, my, my stories probably won't have so much detail. And I'm sorry, just I'm not prepared. So I guess I'll no, do no, them all. A, it's not your fault. We just told him. Right. Sure, sure. <laughs> okay. 
So the we're doing this every stories, week now, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I like we it. had a request. So okay. I was like, okay. hey, man, you know. And so. so my three stories. Uh, back when I first started in EWF, they used to book Honky Tonk Man a lot on their shows. And at the time, he used to have uh, whoever was uh, available, who was a, a rookie, take him around to buy his weed from his guys in the area. I was one of those guys at one time. Okay. Um, she scored weed for honky. Cool. I, I also okay. Um, Pretty cool. I have wrestled. <laughs> I hope that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's fucking awesome. It is. I've wrestled John Cena and beat him at a UPW show. Okay. And uh, I guess my third one would be. I once wrestled Ultimo Dragon wearing his WrestleMania gear in a flea market in front of about 30 people. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Ah. That's the gear that he fell in? Yes. At WrestleMania 30? Or 20? Okay. I was there for that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So fucking When sad. did... Who went over against you in, in Ultimo Dragon? He did. He did. Was it a squash match? No. Okay. okay. It was actually a six-man. Mm. Oh, okay. It was Lucha Libre rules. Okay. Did you actually lay down and do the job for him, or do you remember? Yes, you did I did. You did? I did the job. Okay. And he had on, you said he had on his WrestleMania gear. Yes. Oh. Um, when you took on John Cena, when you beat John Cena, was he the prototype? Yes. Was he already? What was his card status? Was he mid card, high card? Always, he's always been at the top. I've <laughs> never, I've <laughs> never <laughs> known to not okay, be at the so top he of was, the card. He was, okay. Yeah, he was at the top of the card. Yes. Okay, that's that. That makes a that's a difference. You know, that does make sure. a difference. It does. Um, the very first story. The first story. Um, you bought we honky, honky tonk, tonk man. man. Um, did you smoke with the honky tonk man? I did. Question. I did not. Okay. You did it? No. I would have bought we honky tonk man. It would have been. I would have demanded to smoke with the honky. <laughs> but I'm going to get it. We're together. Selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Rhythm and blues, baby. <laughs> yeah. Shake rattle and roll. Valentine. Yeah. Um, mm. How much weed did honky tonk man buy? <laughs> I th- I mean I'm bad at weed. I guess would it be a dime? Okay. Oh, so just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, it was just so a little bit because he doesn't want to carry right. like you know you know he he's traveling. He don't want to carry enough. Well, he's actually he lives in Arizona, so whenever he like so it wasn't that far of a drive from California. Okay. But, uh, okay. I think if he still lives in Arizona, I'm not sure where he lives now. Yeah, I, I remember the honky tonk man story. I remember people. I heard a, another honky tonk man story recently. I'll tell at the end of this. But recently, I heard another one from the AIW <laughs> podcast. Really? It was really funny, yeah. So, oh, so okay. that one makes me, yeah, yeah. I'm out of my 50 50s. Man. Man. <laughs> I kind of like, I like the 50 50, but I kind of like like trying to. I know. I'm like, I'm trying to go over I know, I know. But the I had to use it on Matt because I didn't. The Randy Orton, it didn't dawn on me that, you know, Randy Orton starts to do bullshit. Um, <laughs> I'm glad it helped you out, buddy, and you still got it all. <laughs> You any questions? And you're not the type of guy that brags, so like the the whole Thor, the whole John Cena could yeah, be totally true. Because I don't think it's a Cena. To be 100 percent honest, he's, he's just not. The type, he would never, you know, like the first time we talked, you're really subtle, you're really back, you're, you know, <laughs> so that so that kind of thing would be something that would be totally true, and we would not even know it. I Hope kind of remember when we were talking about the you telling me about working Ultimo Dragon, yeah, a lot but of I don't remember true. details about it. 
I don't remember a lot of the details about the story, but I remember you telling me you have worked Ultimo Dragon, where there was a six-man, and it was yeah. in that gear. I don't know. Like, I don't know if those are details mm. that, like, you took a story, and you, you, you made it fake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which, yeah. that's not against the rules. Like, you can sure. take it. It's, it. it's bullshit. So, yeah. What? I am. I will use my eliminate one. So okay, all right. trash one. So trash one. Uh, Honky tonk was bullshit. Oh, oh man. man! So two very believable ones then. Yeah. I guess honky tonk man is probably pretty believable. That's so, where I, I was mean, going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going. I, I was going another way. I think I have. I have my answer. I'm done with questions. I have my answer. I think I know. I'm okay. not quite sure, but I think I know. Had you? Um, I don't have any more. So questions you've only worked Cena once. I've only. I've worked him twice. You've worked him yes. twice. But when you went over on him. Was that the main event that night? Yeah, I mean, this is so long ago. I know. Yes, yes. Okay. So you worked him twice. Singles matches? Because you, you went over on went over I wrestled on him, him twice on singles. in singles matches. And you beat him once. And I beat him yes. once. So you need to have the rubber match soon. That's what it Survivor is. Survivor Series is coming up. I pay money to see it. I pay money to see it. All right. I am going to go. I have my answer. I'm ready. I, I have mine. Okay. I'm going, just based off of the Ultimo Dragon story, I think you've told us that. But I don't remember the details. So you may have just totally fucked me on that one. But I'm going with Ultimo Dragon is a true story. I'm going Ultimo Dragon just because I thought I remember us talking about here is WrestleMania gear rings true for some reason. I remember something about that. So I, I remember somebody telling me that you know uh, I just played worked Ultimo Dragon. Like somebody that knows you told me that story. So I'm gonna go with that. Watch it to be John Cena. I'm gonna go with John Cena just to be different. Uh, different? Okay, it's the Ultimo Dragon story. I uh, I guess I need more new stories to tell. I did wrestle Cena, but he he went over. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, even I'm not impervious to Super Cena. So. <laughs> he got the five moves. Yeah. That's so awesome. the Ultimo Dragon story. What? Uh, tell, I loved Ultimo Dragon, man. What yeah. was the six man tag? Do you remember um, any details or stories about the it? details? Are, and I, yeah, I think I probably did tell this story. Uh, I guess just it just came up off guard. But uh, at the time, it was. Uh, my the, my trainer uh, in California was sort of like his person who would drive him around whenever he came to California. So he'd wrestle at his promotions on Sun every Sunday. Like he didn't been there before, mm-hmm. but I had wrestled him. This was like right after he had gotten released. Okay, from uh, WWE, and I guess the only gear he had on him was the, the WrestleMania. Where he busted his ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the thing was, cool, like, he wanted to wrestle. Like he wanted to have a very vanilla match you wanted to have little involvement in it and maybe because i don't know whatever like maybe just for whatever reason didn't want to be involved in it sure. so we had to actually like a mark out moment ask him if he would give us his comeback that he does in wrestling where the one guy grabs his arms and he drop kicks the other dude and then throws them oh, and throws like yeah. yeah we had to like me <laughs> and my friend who was in the match had to kind of like do you mind giving us this stuff? Because <laughs> we just wanted to do the just run in and then punch everybody and we all fall down. Okay. What we wanted him to do is, uh, you know, his acai moon. So, and like he begrudgingly did it, you know. So it was, oh, <laughs> nice. So did uh, he go over on you with the uh, Amahi Star Cradle? Uh, the whatever the whatever he calls the that DDT thing where it's like he hooks the back of your head and does the flip over. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh nice. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet, even better. He does the, his maestro is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So. Wow, good stories. Yeah. Um, mine aren't going to be quite as, as interesting because I, I don't know, you know, I've never been on a John Cena or anything. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
for the first story, um, I, I, when I did the pro-ams, I was in a, in a wrestling match, and impromptu, um, I took Madman Pondo's stop sign straight onto the head, didn't put anything up or anything, and when I got to the back, I got cussed out for not bleeding. That's my first story. Um, the second story is um, I was dating, my friend Jeremy was dating this girl, and we went to her house, and her father was a bodybuilder. I thought he was a professional wrestler, but he was a bodybuilder. And as soon as I walked in, I saw a Kango hanging on the thing. This is just a little detail of the story. Pick up the Kango, put it on. He screams, don't put that fucking Kango on your head. I'm like, scared to death, like 17 years old. We go down the basement. I mean, he is a very large, I'm not trying to be racist, he's a very large African-American male. Just monstrous. So we go in the basement, we're all having fun talking, and they have a bathroom down there. And uh, my stomach is sink. No. No, no, no. My stomach <laughs> goes, balum, 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 starts going crazy. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go bathroom real quick. And there's three guys, three girls, you know, we're all down there. And the bathroom is like four inch plush carpet. <laughs> and I sit down and I take a dump and I flush the toilet. And next thing I know, it all starts coming oh, out. No. And there's a plunge that I You're grab. You're making it. Switchblade puke. Oh, no, I grab like. it. I start plunging it, and it's flying everywhere. And then everything, it, it keeps running onto the carpet, the floors. My human waste is laying all over the place. And I close the door, and I sit down for like three minutes. And I'm like, hey, man, we need to get out of here. Uh. And as we are in the car pulling out of the driveway, he runs out of the house and is screaming, yelling, who oh, shit? Who oh, shit? <laughs> Screaming, pointing at us. And we're in the car. And she's paging. Because we had pagers then. Not, this is how long ago it was. She's paging Jeremy. 911. Come back. Come back. Okay. We go to the payphone calls. And he goes, you got to talk to him. Like, no. No. <laughs> and I get on the phone. And he's like, you're going to come back here and clean this up. I'm like, the fuck I am. And I hang <laughs> up. Because I knew I was never going there again. But. I swear to God, I thought he was going to rip me in half from the way he looked when he I walked out the door. On it. Okay. I mean, it was bad. And to that, the next time I saw that girl, she was like, you shit in my basement floor. I was like, no, I didn't. You're toilet over. Huh. You didn't tell anyone. Okay. That's the second story. No questions needed. All right, go ahead. That was part of the Yeah. Um... The, the third story. This is this is uh this is hard to d- difficult to tell because it's about six months before I met my wife, and we were renting the ring from Danny on oh, at LBW, and um, there was at the time I was kind of I don't like to use the word player, but I would mess with different girls and I tried to avoid them at different times, and this one girl kept asking to come to the show and I didn't want her to come to the program show, okay? <laughs> because I knew for a fact that there was going to be another girl at the program show. That I just took to the movies two weeks later. Two weeks earlier. Okay. So, this girl is in the bleachers watching the show. And then my match isn't coming up yet. And you won the, the KW World title against Nathan Future at this show. And another girl shows up in a dress that I was the night before trying to hook up with. I talked to her. Managed to avoid her, the girl, the girl in the bleachers seeing me. With the girl in the dress. Then I hide in the bathroom when the other girl shows up <laughs> so that the third girl that came to see me wrestle that I've all been messing with did not. I managed to avoid all three of them and they did not interact at all. 
And I got so much props from the boys, like street cred. They were like, <laughs> wow. three different girls showed up to this place, and you did not manage to any interact. You know, you got make sure they was all staying away. So maybe you just you kept me in the in the dark on that one because I don't really remember that. And if I was yeah. there, yeah, it, it happened. Mm. It was and the girl that came in a dress was like really hot. One of them was kind of like you know a lot of the guys are you know <laughs> <laughs> so went, but the girl in the dress was the one that I was kind of like going after at the okay. time. And the okay. girl, the other girl that showed up, I actually had people lie and say like, oh no, he's already gone. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? I was in the bathroom. Like people were changing because you know we didn't get to use the locker room at LBW when we ran the ring. He would make VHS for us, but you had to get if you bought your gear, you go in the bathroom and change, you know. And so I'm hiding in there, and there's people coming in, changing. There, hey man, I'm like, I I can't go out there right now, man. There's a girl out there. If I go out there, I'm busted, you know. So. Uh, those are my three stories. It may not be quite as good as is you know oh, seen or whatever, but yeah, <laughs> those are all right. Let me ask you this: you, okay. when you uh, shit in this black bodybuilder's house, okay, <laughs> uh, there were three people there. Who were they? Or you said there were th- three, three males, there, three females? Three, yeah. Yes, me, my buddy. They call Big Chief Jason Lee, Big and Chief, Jeremy Davis. and Jeremy. Yeah, okay, rest in peace. And then the three girls. I don't remember the one girl's name, but the girl Tanya was his daughter. The other two, like, I don't fucking remember. Because none of them was interested in me. Tanya was his daughter. Tanya was his daughter. The big, huge black <sighs> that, like, was screaming at me. <laughs> That's the one Jeremy was messing with. Okay. What was the first story? The first you story took was... a stop sign to a head? Oh, yeah. And you got screamed at. Yeah. And then I got yelled at for not For not, not protecting yourself. Oh, for not bleeding. For I'm not sorry. bleeding. And it was actually, where did you get Madman Pondo's stop sign? Madman Pondo handed the stop sign to Jeremy Davis. He handed it to him. He handed it to him. He came out with Lock for Life on his shirt. He came out for the Lock family. And I was not in the Lock family at the time. I was warlock. I was like going for the... I was a good guy at that time. It's like the very first or very second program ever at Camera Building. Huh. I actually took the stop sign too. You don't even have to ask me. I didn't like some people were like this. You know, they got like their arms up in front of them. But and that's what you got the heat for. Was I got not the heat color. for not getting color? Yeah, because I actually took it to the head. And believe you me, Jeremy hit me See, as hard as I he would think fucking way could. back then. <laughs> you would cut yourself if someone sneezed on you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were yeah. You, you you didn't mind. You never mind getting color. So I'm kind of mentally eliminating that one. But I kind of remember you taking it. And that's the thing. Do I remember you taking it and you got color? I already know what I got. I oh, okay. you already know him. He's I think I've him. heard this story. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty yeah. sure. And I, I remember a shit story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I've known Brian for 20 years, yeah, so, so that's so hard. hard. To, yeah, it's hard for me to, to, to get... You know, mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's and why I could tell the story I told earlier because Joshua has heard this story many a time. Okay. Oh, so, so he wouldn't know. So oh, he would have been Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have told you that You see, one. and that's why I knew... And I... I know him, Brian, for 20 years. For you back Heckler's fans, I try to throw wrestling in there. That's so, why I threw in the Baltimore Arena. Yeah. That, just, just to add <laughs> just wrestling kicks. into it. Because hey, it wasn't going to have anything to do with... Cena, so y'all really yeah. should be... Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have more wrestling talk here. Uh, <laughs> and I remember a shit story, but I'm thinking... <laughs> I don't remember the details about that, and that's probably because all those places that I... Or all those times that I smoked blunts at places... Ryan I was probably my, with me a few of those times. I so. used my 50-50. I don't know who else used theirs. Did you use no yours? One. I no. haven't yet. 
I just oh, like having to choose. I, yeah, three. I did on, on Rudy's. Rudy. Yeah, Rudy had to get rid of the honky yeah, tonk man. man. I like so having I all did. three choices. Okay, I kind of like the three choices yeah. too. He's but got like, his 50 50 so right. I'll have y'all if you need to use it. Um, I'm trying to think. Any more questions? All right. The... I try to be detailed if I could. I you, mean, yeah, you're very detailed. You're very detailed except for one. Yeah, that first one was like. <laughs> yeah, it's very glossed over. <laughs> what was the match? Uh, it was actually Richard X against Jeremy, and I came in at the end of the match and uh, ended up getting put through a table by Jeremy after I took the stop sign. It was like the first second program. So you, I, I, I came in at the end of the match. I wasn't actually physically in the match. Like afterwards, he beat Richard, and I was like, "You can do, you can beat him, but you ain't beating me." And I got in the ring, and Vito Andretti was actually the referee. That was the next pro am. That was yeah. the next one. Okay, he went through a table there. <laughs> so I'm seeing right. a theme. <laughs> so he, he doesn't bleed, but he goes through tables. For a table. while, I wanted to be a hardcore wrestler. That's no, that's yeah. that's what I'm trying to think. Like the color, I think given the opportunity, you would have gotten color. Yeah. I've known you for a long time, and. I've seen you fart on a pro wrestling magazine that was signed by Terry Funk just to be a dick. <laughs> so you so shitting. Yeah. I was going to save that story. No, <laughs> that was one of the funniest things that I've ever seen Brian do. So you shitting in someone's house, plunging, and then getting out of there before. Gosh, fuck that. I'm thinking that is very possible. What was the third one real quick? I'm sorry. The girls. The girls, I with at, the girls, yeah, at the uh, at okay. the Mechanic Street, at the old Mechanic Street over the arena. Right. You got to figure, I'm not the 397 pounds. I'm under 400 pounds. Yeah, 397 <laughs> pounds that I am today. I was slim, trim, chiseled, and buff 235 at the time. You know, world of really? difference. Really, world of difference. Yeah. Okay. This was before I met my wife too. So in sure. case my kids are listening to this ten years down the road, I'll be like, Dad, you dirty bastard. <laughs> Um, all right, I got mine. I got mine? All right. What do you say, Matthew? Story number three is true. The girl story? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go, I think the shitting took place somewhere else, but I don't, that's, I've heard a shitting story from Brian. (laughs) I think it happened somewhere else, but I have to go with that one because I think you would have gotten color and I think the other one, I don't remember, I don't remember anything like that happening, but. I know also back, way back then, I barely even knew you. Yeah, so yeah I didn't like, know you real well. No, no, no. So. You like, like, we was two different crowds. We, right. we hung out and we would wrestle sure. together, but two different things. Right, I don't, yeah. I, I'm i going with the shitting story just because I find it so comical. <laughs> <laughs> and note, and if that's true, you sh- you're not allowed to use my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing I have and tile floors. Said, <laughs> you said it was the girls. The girls, story, story number three. Y'all are all wrong. It was the stop sign. The stop the sign. Stop sign? The stop really? Sign. I didn't know. I, it was the first promo. I didn't know I could get color. We had no idea we could get really? color. And afterwards, I was like, I didn't know I could. You know, after he said that, I was like, oh, you didn't tell me we could get color. We didn't know we could, you know? Wow. Because we were in the ring and having a program. So, very, right. needless to say, the next program, I had. 
Okay, I was gonna say I, I remember you know that a bunch. The, the, the shit story is that true. happened at Stacy's. Stacy's. Yeah, yeah, I knew a shit but story. But I, oh, you, I almost allowed you to shit in my toilet, but then found out it's fake. <laughs> <true. laughs> <laughs> still went all over the floor. People had to physically pick it up. She oh. had carpet. Yeah, she had carpet. She yeah. didn't have. Yeah, yeah she told people about it too. Like to this day, twenty years later, yeah. twenty five years later, she's still like. Don't let him shit in your house. <laughs> the thing this. was, I left. I didn't. And I, I mean, these are people I would go to her house every day. I left and came back the next day. She goes, you, what? The, I was like, with me. I didn't do it. She's like, you were the last one in Wasn't there. was the guy who uh, is the host for the PDKU podcast, Nathan Future, the yes. one that had to plunge your shit out? Yes. Of- yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. yes. Yes. And the girl story, the, the reason you, you picked that one probably is because... I've heard you about juggling girls before. Yeah, I juggled. I actually did juggle two of them, but the third one that came, it was kind of like half true. The third one that came to show up, I talked to her. So half true. Well, Wait a minute. No, no, no. It's a lie you because you know there's a little bit of truth in all the lies. You know what sure. I never smoked a Baltimore arena. <laughs> I've never been to Baltimore. <laughs> right, I've never been to Baltimore. I know you got to go. You out of here, man. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Me, man. It was great oh, seeing you again, no, man. Thanks for coming through. Hey, again, do you want to give out uh, your your contact info? Give real it out. Quick? Yeah. Uh, you can you can find me at Twitter as Eric is generic or Facebook <laughs> uh, Eric Matlock or just type in Rudy Switchblade that'll come up. Those are the best ways to get me a hold of me right now until I get my act together and get a Rudy right. Switchblade Gmail. Yeah, I've seen some of your uh, your your dope ass artwork on Instagram. Oh, yours too, too man. Dude. Right. I want your stuff. Like, yeah, thanks, buddy. Definitely, definitely hit him up. Anybody that's out there right now listening and, and is ask me or ask anybody that around and hey man, where can I get trained? I want to get in the wrestling business. There's your nice answer, guy. right there. There's the guy. Right. He, he, hit him up. He will take care of you and. You are not in safer hands. There's no one that has the resume this man has right, right now in this area. Right. So Thank you, guys. Hopefully, you'll get a few phone calls, and hopefully, they'll tell you, hey, tell them the heckler sent you to, so you can be like, hey, guess what, Brian? I actually got somebody from the podcast. Right. There you go. <laughs> Sounds good. I do thank you, man. Take care, brother. Be good, buddy. All righty. Um, we'll have a great, couple man. more things to go over. One thing I'll go over real quick like is the one again. Yeah. <laughs> I know. The, uh, the, 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 I'm sorry we played that, that had to play the game again, but we had so many people request. I mean, I, I literally had like five or six people like, dude, that game's fun. I want to play. I'm glad people, yeah, I'm glad it got and, over. And I wanted to throw it in here with Rudy while we were here because yeah. I figured he'd have some cool ones. How many else, who else are we going to have to sit with us say, I pinned John Cena? Right. He's actually right, been in right. a ring with them, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and, and the lie about that whole thing was that he just did the job. That's pretty cool. That's the yeah. only lie about it. Yeah. Exactly. But then so, he worked. Ultimo, Ultimo Dragon. And I, I, I remembered like him talking about that, but I didn't remember the details. So that's why I thought... Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, like I said, I'm not trying to put him over uh, because he's walked away. He's not here. If you're going to get trained in this area, and I'm not trying to downgrade anybody else's training. I'm not trying to say don't go to anyone else. But I'm telling you right now, if I had a choice and me myself was going to train to be a professional wrestler, I wish... I had the opportunity to train under Rudy Switchblade back in the day. You know, I, I meant really to say know. while he was here, and it would just been something else to kind of you know put him over or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I've heard people saying like on on shows that in the two years that he's been back, yes. you know, like hey, how how was the show? I heard Rudy was on it or whatever, and every show I've heard that he's been on there was he had the match at the cards. Yes. So you know, yes. it's. Uh, and you heard that resume, you know. Yeah. I, I think yeah, it goes with that. I, yeah, I can so, say two things up. real quick. Uh, we're going to try. I know you got a couple things going on, and we got a Twitter question. Yep, got a Twitter question. I also want to go over NXT real fast. Yeah, no, no let's problem. Do it. Uh, I, let me do one, two. You do your quick, thing, yeah. Real quick, and then we'll go over NXT. Um, number one, I want to wish condolences to Teddy King. He got his leg broke at IWM itself this past Thursday. 
I think it was the tibula. It was a German Spanish fly, just like how mm. Dick Togo got his ankle broke from the SATs. Remember back in the day? No, I don't, but yeah. damn. Okay. Yeah, he got his leg broke. He'll be back in about six weeks. It kind of stinks. He was going to be at the Terry Harper show this Tuesday. He was going really? to take on Grandmaster Sex A. Brian Christopher oh, shit. and J.C. Ice Jimmy Dundee. Really? There's going to be a three-way dance with him, and he now he's not going to be able to be in it. But I'm sure... When Terry Harper comes back around next show, he'll 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 bring him back around because you know uh, Teddy King is blowing up around this area. He's a good dude, and so I wish him well. I hope he gets back in the ring, you know, really really soon. I hate to see that happen to anybody, especially right. some freak accident like that. Yeah. Secondly, um, I'm not going to get into the details. IWA Mid South and Reed Bentley have parted ways. Yeah. Um, and Reed Bentley has always been good to this podcast. He's been good to me after shows. He's went in the back and got guys that I was supposed to do interviews for. He's just all around good, solid guy. He said, "I think you've been designed a shirt or two for the guy, maybe at least yeah, one." Yeah, I know yeah. Frank when he got his head, yeah, yeah, when he got his head split, I tried yeah. to help him make some money. And people, he and I talked. Was that that light tube people. that he took? No, it was or a chair else. that was like okay. sabooed at him. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sabooed a chair at him in Oxford. He's like, "I got him. I got really bad, man." And like it was, it made like uh, what's the? Oh uh, God, it's not mass it's, transit. Like, the uh, amount of blood was, like, Yeah, yeah, it was it. really bad, but it made, like, a world star hip-hop. Oh, no shit. It did. Up rocks, up rocks. It made, like, all the all the big, you know, uh, yeah. uh, online sites. It yeah. went viral. There we go. That's there you go. Website. He got a few extra Twitter followers yes. after that one. But uh, <laughs> I think that there's, uh, from what I understand, basically, it may be kind of a situation. I'm hoping they'll, they'll patch ways or whatever, but Bentley has a couple bookies. From what I understand, he's uh, going to maybe take some time off. Yeah. In the wrestling game, and maybe do some other things. And I wish him the best of whatever he does. But I really do hope to see him come back because um, him versus Hero Man was was a, was one of those things where you get to see on a guy's face his dream come true. Right. And when you see that kind of stuff, I, I like it. I like it. It's important as a fan to see that. And and I always tried to support him. Uh, and he always was a he was like the second or third guest we ever had on the podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. Go and back and listen. Just a few episodes ago, uh, well, probably within ten episodes. Yeah. yeah, I sat down and shot the shit with him for probably what twenty minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. He was and so a few things about how how, how he's transitioned and everything. So. Right, right. So yeah, it's, maybe we get him back on and have him talk I, about this. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, actually, he's wanting to come on PDKU podcast and argue with Nathan Future. So really, okay. so that'd be kind of cool. You know, the political thing is people lining up for that one. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, but uh, that's the. Uh, I just want to say it's not even like condolences or you know anything like that. I just you know whatever cho- choice you make, man, your fans are going to be behind you. And if you need anything, you know besides money, hit us up. We'll help <laughs> yeah. you out. Need a couch <laughs> moved? Yeah. Well, I can't do that either. But I got sons. Oh, if you want to talk, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll definitely. We'll, you need yeah, shoot the shit. Uh, you're to lean on. You know, uh, Bentley, we got love for you, homie. So hopefully things patch up. And then this is not a slam on IWM. I mean, things happen and people. Get separate, like you know, whatever the problem was that him and Ian have, where he's not gonna wrestle for IWA for a while. Hopefully, that gets taken care of, and I'll just leave it at that. You know, Ian had a big spill about how things was and 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 everything, and he actually talked really well about him. He's like, he's what he does in the ring. I have no problem in the world with. It was other stuff, you know. Right. And he went, he told the fans a little bit of stuff, and, and and I'm not gonna repeat that because it's not my place. It's not. We're not at a wrestling arena, and. You know, if the fans want to know, you can hit read up and on social media and find out, you know, what he has to say about it. But hopefully we'll get to see him back in the ring real soon, man. Real soon. Mm-hmm. NXT, brother. 
to be a hundred percent honest, I have not watched NXT in a couple of weeks. But they are doing the Dusty Rhodes Classic, right? They are in the. They are doing the finals. Uh, they have their oh, pay per view. Their their pay per view is Saturday. They're, really? Survivor Series is Sunday. Yes. Okay. So they're in NXT Toronto, which is going to be fun anyway because oh, it's always yeah. in Bizarro World as Jerry Lawler yeah. likes to coin Toronto. Like to Jim coin. Ross is the one that ain't he the one that first coined that, or was it? Jerry I thought, I remember Jerry Lawler saying it. It, it could it could be either one. It's because you know, like it's that Ma- era. If Bret Hart was the face, they would shoot him like a hill or whatever, and vice versa, and it, they're. It's almost like they were like the original original people that were like, we're going to cheer who we want, we're going to boo who like, we want. Like Canada. Yeah. It was, well, it was, I remember when Hart and they were doing the, the Canadians were like the heels. Right. And they, were, they got the they standing were ovation. Everywhere and they, yeah, they got the standing ovation because, you know, they're mm-hmm. in Canada. And yeah, that was, that was, uh, you're right, Bizarro World. That's funny. So that's what they've kind of coined it. So they're going to have any shit all over Edge when he, did he win the Well, title? it was so he was funny. Face there. <laughs> he, well, what was right. funny was, Joshua likes to tell the story better than I do. Okay. Edge was a heel at the time. Okay. And he came out in Toronto, and he was getting the hero's welcome. For him, right. And he got on the microphone. And he goes, "The best thing about being from Toronto is getting the hell out." And everybody started booing him, right. like, like it was like one of the best one eighty turnarounds. Like he could have played it up as like, "Okay, the that's what it was." Yeah, that's he said so, he may have said something slightly <laughs> different. Joshua, t- like I said, Joshua remembers it better than I do. That's that's awesome. But it's one of those things that like. He wanted to be the face, yeah. you know, and he was like, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do and get everybody to hate me. And he said one thing, and That's it was like great. an instant turnaround. <laughs> so, not sure how it's going to work on NXT, but I hope it translates really well. It's not in, like, it's not in the Toronto Dome or anything like that. It's okay. in the, uh, where is it? It's in Toronto. Helen, uh, it's in the Air Canada Center. I don't know where that is. Okay, okay. Um, but they have currently have five card, five matches on the card. Cool. And all five of them can be incredible. You know, yeah. I don't know how long the pay per view is going to be. Usually, NXTs are about two hours, right? Because uh, they don't want to outshine Survivor Series, but they're going to do that anyway. <laughs> um, which we can talk about next week because Survivor Series is next Sunday. Okay, I'm not yes. super super stoked about it, but we'll get there another day. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that, and and we can also review. I'll probably get a chance to watch some of that live at least. Yeah, right. so I want to get caught up on NXT so I can get everything, all the storytelling. Yeah, I'll see. I've, I've been a little consistent recently. He's been yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm surprised. Okay. I'm surprised. I was like, oh yeah, two or three. I was well. I know. I was a. I was doubtful because I was man. I woke up feeling like shit. Sinus allergies yeah. around. Yeah, around well, the. I've never Ohio had fall Valley. allergies until I moved to Kentucky. Oh, dude, they're the worst. I woke up past two days. I've been feeling like shit. I took a freaking uh, uh, um, something. No, I went on Allegra. It was a Sudafed. Twelve hours. It took four hours for the fucker to kick in. <laughs> Man, I was yeah. Look, I, I got was, dicked out of four hours. Yeah, plus I, I needed to to get away for a little bit, so come mm. hang out with my boys. <laughs> there you go. So we got the revival versus Team DIY, which is uh, Gargano and Champa. Yep. Nice. Two out of three falls for the NXT titles. Nice. The last time the revival was in a two out of three falls was with. Um, American, American Alpha, Alpha and it was top notch. Totally, totally. Now, look, Revival's great, Alpha's great. You know, I don't know if it'll be as good, but I mean, shit, we got Gargano and Ciampa. You know, right. they could be very well be. Yeah. It could actually be better. We don't know, but that could right. easily be the, the show of the night. But we also have the Authors of Pain, the two big dudes with Paul Ellering, okay. taking on TM61, the dudes from uh, who were uh, was that the Mighty Will Fall, the the two dudes from Australia. Oh, are they in there? The, uh, That's the finals of the of the Dusty Roll Classic. Really, I didn't know that those guys were working. That's, those uh, guys, are, um, Nickel, or was, it, uh, they're going as Nick Miller and Shane Thorne. Okay, I don't know if that, other... th- but they were something else. They were a top notch team from Australia. Yeah. Oh, the mighty, I mean, the mighty the don't mighty kneel, kneel. The mighty, the mighty do not kneel. That's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but the the kick is uh, Paul Ellering is suspended above the ring inside a cage. 
So Ellering's going to have to be watching from the top, which is kind of like an old school thing. They don't really do that anymore. His but daughter he, is coming to IWA Mid-South to wrestle Randy West at Thanksgiving night. No kidding. Rachel Ellering, yep. So Quick plug for that. Yeah. Uh, we got Bobby Roode versus Ty Dillinger. Mm. Singles match, both Canadians. You love that, don't you? Oh, it was Mike, Nick, Mikey Nichols, and Shane Haste. That's names yeah, are. yeah, that's right. But you do know who they are. I they are very good they're, workers. They're really good. The interesting thing about this match is that they were on the pre-show from the last takeover. Aren't they from like New Zealand or something? Yeah, I, think they are I said New Australia. Zealand. Yeah, they are. It it's is not New the same. I, I apologize. And they worked uh, pro wrestling Noah for a long time, and I believe it was Mikey Nichols that was getting uh, a big singles push, but. They're very, very, very top notch. Yeah. I've seen some of their yeah. stuff in NXT. The They've Rudy's been really good. Rudy had some kind of relation with them. Like I think they uh, trained the, together somewhere. Maybe the New Japan Dojo. He knew Mikey Nichols, I think. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, that may have been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we also have Asuka versus Mickey James for the Ooh, women's title. Mickey James. I know you guys are big fans. I know you yeah. especially. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey James is body naked. Oh, yeah. man. So, with former Kaida well, alumni. Well, what's so. interesting about this match is that the internet originally was told that it was going to be Asuka versus Trish Stratus. Mm-hmm. Stratus really? Stratus is pregnant. So, obviously, she can't work. Yeah. Um, but Triple H came out in a press conference recently and said that is, I don't know where the internet came from, but we've always wanted Mickie James. We felt like she's been out of the ring a little less and she felt like, you know, she's traveled the world. She can't say, you know, TNA wrestling. Okay. Not yet anyway. Yeah. So, um, so they want Asuka versus Mickie James. Nice. Um, it's uh, kind of says something about their women's division to okay. be hundred percent honest. Asuka's on another level from everybody else in right. that locker room at the moment. When they I've brought seen up an Instagram photo with her with no makeup on or whatever, and yeah. she is gorgeous. Asuka, Asuka is gorgeous. Yes, oh. I don't say that about many women, but I mean she's she's very very very. Pretty. I've been an Asuka wow. fan for a while. Yeah, because like she usually has like the makeup on, you know, the, yeah. the, the war paint almost. Yeah, and for some reason she had an Instagram photo without it, and I was like, oh my gosh, she is absolutely beautiful. And I'm not really into Asians like Dropkick is. Dropkick is an Asian <laughs> fetish. Boy. That's his thing. But yeah, it's his thing. But she's she's cute. Yeah. So, and then to close, we have the rematch. Nakamura versus Samoa Joe mm. you know, for the title. I think this is Samoa Joe's send-off. Before he gets, before he gets up. called up. I think. Um, I hope so for Joe's sake. I mean, well, because I also know Nakamura's not getting called up for a while. Didn't he get his like Joe got his? It's job, not didn't... a Nakamura thing. It's a locker room thing. You know, when me and Joshua were talking about what happened to NXT, how right. it used to be still top notch, and this that, and the other. I well, think I mean, two he things happened. He dislocated Joe's jaw. Yes. He swelled Aries' eye shut. To to them, Triple H can't argue to Vince that he's not safe. He can't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so Vince is the type of guy that if he goes up and hurts one of his his boy his babies, his, yeah, his his Cena or his uh, actually or... he ain't gonna hurt to hurt Jericho, but if he puts. Raw, uh, Roman Reigns on the shelf. Yeah, he's gonna put shit all over Nakamura and say, which Nakamura's no offense. He's, he's I've seen the poster for Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry for WrestleMania next year. Okay, it's for they have the oh, where you can buy the tickets. So you get that? Okay. Oh, email. for the Orlando thing. Yeah, like the packages yeah. and stuff, which were outrageous. By the way, oh, I didn't even look. Oh, ridiculous! But I mean, there's so much stuff now. You know, there's like the, I, I'll access this, that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the very center of the fucking thing, you have all this talent there. Kevin Owens and Russ, very center picture, take one guess. Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. Gotta be Roman Reigns, yeah. And I, I hate that because... Who has recently taken off the European tour. Good. Really? I don't know why. There was a rumor that he popped for Adderall again. Wow. I don't, again, full disclosure, total rumor. Because yeah. he, he's not, he's not... Is that what he got popped for originally? That was what he got popped for the first time, yeah. What is it? What is Adderall, Adderall is it, prescription what, strength the prob- cocaine. And the problem with... Prescription with, cocaine, basically. Really, Adderall. but what is it? It's Adderall is used for... 
Attention deficit disorder. ADD, yeah, ADHD, yeah. Well, right? Allegedly, yeah. they're him and Paige both have been. Um, you have hype shit. It's the equivalent of Adderall's equivalent. Just like they say, Oxycontin is the equivalent of heroin. Right. And they say like uh, uh, pain pills are the equivalent of such of a weed or whatever. However you want to do it, you know what I'm saying? They say Adderall equals cocaine. That's huh. what um, uh, Doctor Drew Lipinski said on on really? yeah Adderall. But that wouldn't make sense if it was for. ADHD because you would want to calm them down like with Ritalin, but yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm anyway, not, I'm not a real big. I, I should. I, I should. I've know been this. told you should know this. I've been told that Adderall is like the does yeah, the it head can treat it? ADHD. You're right, and treat narcolepsy. That's narcolepsy. So narcolepsy so shouldn't be a downer, right? You would Adderall. Think, you think yeah. it'd be a downer, but it, I, I guess it, it can cause a rapid or irregular heartbeat, delirium, yeah. panic, psychosis, or heart failure. That's wow. Sounds like coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, no offense, I mean, you know, but uh, uh, Roman Reigns, man, uh, he gets a bad rap. I've defended him a bunch, but I'm pretty much done because I, I think Rusev gets get should have that push. I, I'm not, I've came to that conclusion. I think he's better. Rusev is good, man. Are you happy that Lana's gonna be on Total Divas? I've seen so much stuff on Instagram. <laughs> she really, yeah, she's gonna be on there. Wednesday team. is the debut oh, of Total the, Divas. The shirt that she's on for her first episode of Total Divas. Really? Dude, like, had nothing on. Okay. Almost like she had nothing on. Yeah. Are you going to watch Total Divas? Yeah, is that giving you a reason? It's hard because I'm so behind in so many other things. I haven't finished the page yet. You yeah. Know? Right, I haven't either. Well, they just wrapped Total Bellas. Uh, I did watch that. Uh, Amanda and I, that's that's our one wrestling show we watch together. She lo- she loves Brie and Daniel. She thinks they're like the cutest couple ever, and right. I'd be hard to disagree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, watching Daniel Bryan go through depression was really hard. Yeah. As, really? Like, you know. Yeah. But, like um, him getting out of the ring, leaving the ring. Yeah, well, right. he's had a rough two years. I mean, he lost his father. Right. He lost, you know, who was his best friend. He lost his career. Lost his career and yeah. he's had a lot of doctors say, you're probably never going to wrestle again, but take another test and maybe. So he keeps getting his hopes up and they keep See, taking that. it I down. I wish I would just really. Like, yeah. So. But, uh, but Total Divas, I'm excited. I'm a Renee Young, Mark. Right. Anything that she touches, I'm, you know. I'm all Ms. in favor of that. The new Mrs. Swartz. Hey, 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 hey nice shirt. Rock in the back row. Yeah, we're about ready to wrap up. But I'm glad you got a... That's wearing the shirt. She's <laughs> coming down smiling. Yeah. She's like, it's. is it hyphenated or is it just Swartz? We had to we up. had to keep it to Zell for the uh, gonna, for the passport. Change your last name? Yeah, I'm going to change it to her ex husband's last name. That oh, sounds no, great. Her maiden name. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I didn't know this. <laughs> man. Screech on say by the bell. Remember, he's like, I'm going to take my wife's name. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. I, you know, now that you said that, I remember. Uh, I think Brian had asked that once. And yeah. You yeah. said that, and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I just got hit with it. No, it's cool. Sorry, buddy. He's going to obviously Jonas will stay to Zell, but. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But anyway, back to the Divas real quick. Renee Young, and I want to see Dane Ambrose on TV because apparently he hates cameras. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like Rudy was talking about how like he doesn't use like Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Dean Ambrose has a Twitter because he's forced to have one. Right. The only reason he okay. said you make me have them. That's his one. profile is you make me have a Twitter. That's all it says <laughs> on there. He's never retweeted. He has never really? quoted. He has never tweeted anything before. He, he, I think he might have an Instagram. He never uses it. Right. Uh, Renee Young does, but there's not he a whole lot of like... I, I like Renee Young. There's not a whole lot of selfies with the two of them. Like They actually kept their relationship hush-hush for a long right. time. But people in the locker room were actually talking before anything else because apparently he keeps to himself more than anyone else yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. locker room. Okay. He is oh, a yeah. very loner human being. Like What you see on TV is not entirely what... you That's know. Because right, he is the titty master. Yeah. 
But, um, <laughs> so I'm kind of curious because apparently they have a lot of arguments and it has to do with being on camera that he doesn't want to be on camera. Well, I mean, so, he has to, I could kind of understand that if he's been, if he's on there all the time for wrestling, you know, yeah, he get he's old. not, you know, but apparently he's like a super sweetheart. Like she like swears that like, he's not like, I don't care about people. He's just, you know, yeah, some people are just like to be, they, they know, like to be left alone. So, so. so I'm kind of curious on where they go with it. Are you looking forward more to, even though they, they have this traditional Survivor Series, you're, looking, you're still looking more towards NXT than you are Survivor Correct. Series. Um, That's cool. Yeah, Survivor Series is already going to be like nine hours long. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're doing it, oh, man. With all of them, it's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Like and they are going to be, like you said, Brian, old school Survivor Series matches. There's right? three old school Sur- like Survivor it. Series matches, which I'm all in favor of. I'm happy However, I would like to see a championship match on the card okay. besides the cruiserweights because the cruiserweights have a match okay. um, which is great but in all three of the Survivor Series matches the champions are also represented right. in there okay. um, that is a real throwback then because like the first few Survivor Series Hulk Hogan was the champion yeah and, and he would have Hogan's teams like, and yeah, whatnot. And take on, like, look I'm all in favor of it like, yeah, um, okay. There's, but there's two singles matches on the Survivor Series card there's mm-hmm. six total at the moment it's uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Sami Zayn okay. for the IC title, which is, you know, Zayn represents Raw, Ziggler re- represents SmackDown. Oh, you know, and the winner of the match, you know, if Zayn wins, he's going to bring the IC title to Raw, which is kind of cool. Oh, shit. Okay. The other match is Brian Kendrick, who defeated TJ Perkins last month for the championship, is fighting Kalisto from SmackDown. So if Kalisto wins, then they're moving the entire Cruiserweight division to SmackDown. Oh, damn. It would be cool. It ain't happening. <laughs> they have three hours to fill on Raw, and they're not doing a very good job of it. So, but then you got Team Raw, Team SmackDown for... For tag t- tag teams, women's and uh, main event, you know, men's, okay. women's, and tag teams. Survivor Series, style yeah. Matches. Okay. And then of course you have Brock Lesnar versus uh, Goldberg, oh, which God, I have absolutely great. no interest whatsoever. I am actually really intrigued by that match. Not and even it a was just, I mean, me, I guess being a, I was never a Goldberg fan. Anything Brock Lesnar does, I know you're the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. You, I, I especially love Brock now. Brock's train wreck matches like it's always something someone's gonna get hard weighed mm-hmm. he's gonna like do some crazy thing and like accidentally flip over the rope he's like <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen i love it but then like and i got all hyped like watching the the goldberg like coming out and i was like this is kind of cool, cool. Like, i did get goosebumps when he first what was that in denver i think he came yeah, out and yeah. you know the what was funny was i don't know if you saw this but the following week they were in minnesota okay which is where brock's from okay and brock was I supposed to play it. heel all right. Oh. Um, but he's from that area. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, like, Vince McMahon blew a gasket. He, lit, like, on all my internet sites, you know, Vince McMahon, I'm sorry, Brian, as a kick Oh, you're perfect. Um, he was not happy because Paul Heyman is like, all the people chanting Goldberg is pissing off Brock Lesnar. And all the people in the chants were chanting Goldberg sucks. Oh. It was not, they were chanting Goldberg. And they actually uh. cut the segment short. Vince McMahon said, pull the plug. Paul Heyman said about three words about saying Brock Lesnar is going to win. And everybody went, yeah, Suplex, Suplex City was echoing everywhere. Yeah. But it's it's his hometown. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys just missed the detail. I guess he's living in Canada now. But, yeah, Brock has always been. I mean, he he's always been a Minnesota there. guy. He was always up until just like a year ago. He yeah. Was always a Minnesota guy. Mm-hmm. Right? That's... So it was just it was so funny how they're like, you know, what we talked about earlier with Bret Hart and the Heroes right, Welcome and everything. Right. Vince tries so hard to dictate everything. I think he just kind of missed this or right. someone missed this. And it was just like. You know, you guys are starting to piss Brock off, and everyone like, yeah, we're pissing Brock off. We're doing great, right. you know. And it was just like, no, that's not how this works. And they actually they pulled it early. Oh wow! Yeah, which yeah, was interesting because yeah. Raw doesn't usually do that they to that extent. Yeah, not like that, you know. Especially because no. it's three hours. Right. They don't like pulling things early because then they got to rely on wrestling. 
God forbid. Yes. Yeah. We want our. I'm not gonna hit this button without getting our Twitter question of the week. My Twitter question of the week. Yes. Is yes. if you could switch places with a wrestler for a day, who would you switch places with? Oh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah. <laughs> you want to? You want to be Dan Ambrose for a day? I mean, just maybe to Rusev. Hang out with I don't know. No, I don't know. I probably have to go. Uh, See Brock Lesnar. I mean, he's got Sable and stuff, but he's probably like in the gym. And like Triple H, I seen a workout video on Instagram. Triple H, like just the other day, I'm like, they had chains on his back. Did right. you see that one? Mm-hmm. I'm like thinking to myself, I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, That's if I got to switch for a wrestler for the day, it would probably be somebody who would be more a little bit more low key. Like I don't know, I have to think about. That you want to be like a Ziggler for a day or something? Or no, maybe like Kevin Owens. Yeah, I knew Josh would want to be Kevin. Owens I think that day. might be just because he's like he's he he's real oriented about. It. I mean, that's uh, his son's name Owen. That's where he gets the Owens from. Right, and like he's a zoo enthusiast, and he just seems like he has fun no matter what he does. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I try to be the same kind of way. So yeah, I always try to have fun. I'd want to be John Cena. I, I want that lifestyle that I've seen on TV and uh, his a bazillion foot square house in Tampa right. and everything, well, you know, just like to see what it's like. I think I would want to live that day one day. You mean Nikki Bella. <laughs> it's not even about Nikki Bella, you know, because if I wanted that, you know, then I would go Dean Ambrose's route. Right. Well, and that's what I'm I, I love Renee. Renee. She seems like the coolest fucking chick. In she's that she's laid zone. back. Yep. You know, I watch all those interviews, those little bullshit segments. You know, unfiltered with Renee for eight. Oh, yeah. They're eight minutes long on the uh, on the network. So I would think real to... quick, I if I can go, uh, can John Cena yeah. uh, would be cool just to see what that would be like to live like, holy shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he does but, everything, too. I mean, you know, the Today shows and the I mean, acting and the It might be kind of like the Triple H thing where you're saying, like, you're just working out all the time, like, constantly, like, never at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That would be crazy. But I would maybe one day see what it would be like. But if, yeah. if it, as far as uh, just women win, for a day. it'd be Tommy Dreamer because he had, he ended up with Beulah. And yeah. that was my favorite of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be really <laughs> tough. It'd be really tough. But, I mean, there's uh, so many different ones to choose from. For so many different reasons. I think Kevin Owens <laughs> also because he's got the belt, too. You know what I'm saying? That you want to live like the champion for a day? The champ? The champ? The WWE. That'd be, be kind of freaking cool, the day. man. Yeah, I think it'd be real cool. I got to give a quick couple of shout outs. Number one, I want to give a quick shout out to Chase Owens from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, after his uh, his uh, he did he wasn't able to unseat um, Chip Day, who was was on the podcast last week um, at PWF this past week. He wasn't able to unseat him, but afterwards he was able to go to Hooters and eat some wings with us afterwards. Right. And the one thing I want to talk about, I'm gonna let him tell the story when he comes on the podcast because. Because of my actions there, we now have been granted an hour interview with Chase Owens in the future. Nice, good. I'd like to. <laughs> no, I so like to no, I had to earn it. No, I had to earn this because yeah, he doesn't do it. a whole lot of. Yeah, I had cool. To, yeah, he was like at first. He's like, I get. I, I said, man, I really just like get you on the fifteen torments. He was like, okay, and then some things happen, and I got a actually got an inbox from him the next day. Be like, all right, man, I'll give you an hour. All right, all right. <laughs> but I want him to be on here when we tell the story because it was actually pretty funny. And he was really down to earth and cool. And lots of wrestlers got their heads straight up their asses and think that right. the world revolves around them. Right. This guy's been in the ring with Juice and Leonard Liger and he's eating wings mm-hmm. joking with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's awesome. I love um, talking about New Japan. I've got to give credit to my buddy, uh, Gary Wilson, and uh, his girlfriend, Britt. They invited me over last yesterday for the UFC, so I got to go over there and eat some uh, gluten-free beer and pizza. <laughs> and and uh, and uh, drank a couple watch of Conor McGregor. Watch Conor McGregor, yeah. Watch me Make lose history. Yeah, that I was fantastic. It was. Uh, I thought that the, the Wonder Boy Thompson Tyrone Woodley fight was good. I thought it was a very good UFC from top to bottom. Um, it was. 
I think that it delivered for a Madison Square Garden card. Oh, yeah, I was very sure. angry that they don't give any of the wrestling credit for Madison Square Garden, though. I was waiting for that. Bruno San Martino. I, I was, was so waiting, waiting for yes, that but they never they did. Boxing, I, why which I they? understand. And yeah, I was, and they can, and when they went from you know boxing and all that, and then went right to UFC, and I noticed they said combat sports. They didn't say like sports entertainment. Yeah, so that's why I go. Okay, I guess that's another. I, I gave them a little bit of a pass, but the thing is, Bruno San Martino sold that place out. I want to say, I want to say a record like sixty something weeks in a row. Right, yeah. and that's when they run every week. And you think we're talking sixty seventies? There wasn't very many franchise sports teams yet so wrestling was the game you know what i'm saying people did go see that and uh but the but the boxing goes back to the turn of the century there you right, know what i'm saying right. so but yeah bruno bob backland hulk hogan i mean all those guys for years and years and years mm-hmm. sold that place out i want to say didn't isn't the was it was it was it there was it in boston where 84 where he beat the sheik for the belt yeah yeah it was in madison square garden yep it was yep that's the guy last night told me the hulk hogan's the greatest of all time he said wow. because just because he has made two created two boom periods and no one else has done it, and I was like, you can't really argue with that. You know what I'm saying? Everyone knows Hulk Hogan. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I want to thank you for hosting the other side of the tracks and sure. uh, our our new shirt that comes out will have that logo on it. So if you don't have the, um, the 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 skull shirt, the lucha mask shirt, or you don't have the microphone shirt, well, I'm sorry, you're not going to get them because those are done. I'm not printing them anymore. The new one will come out after the first of the year. The brand new headlock gear logo from our new studio. The other side I'm of the excited, man. Uh, I've never had anything drawn in my idea. It's a this beautiful like logo. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's. I'm glad you guys like it. We're gonna throw that logo on that shirt, and uh, and we're gonna get it out there. Maybe we'll even do one of those shirts. Yeah, yeah, just maybe just alone. one with just standalone that <laughs> one, just a little print. Cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I think people are gonna like it. And um, real quick plug: if you're not busy, come out Tuesday and to the arena. I am going to. Uh, be commentating there for Terry Harper Presents. Congo uh, Kong versus Jeff Jarrett. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, Baka Kanjing, uh, the Too Tough Tony and Pondo against Aaron Williams and Nate Wings. And the match I'm looking forward to seeing, there's a few, but like Facade and Alex Daniels, but Oha 4K versus The Brotherhood. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's going to be lots of good matches there. Mm. But uh, me and Manawa are going to be commentating, so come on out there. I know, Matt, you got a couple things you want to go over. I just want to go over one thing. Uh, Eight years ago today, we lost Eddie Guerrero. I don't want to end the show on a downer, but But, he lied, he cheated, and he stole all our hearts. That's right. Rest in peace, Eddie. Yeah, and if we had a 10 bell salute thing we had real quick, we'd give it to you. Yeah, I just was scrolling through Facebook, and I was like, oh, man, it's been eight years already. So I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. I was so terrible. I remember sitting in the back row one time. We're watching a show, watching a show, and somebody that was terrible did a terrible frog splash. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys was with me. I don't know who it was, but one of the guys was with me was like, "Man, is it wrong to say he took the wrong Guerrero?" Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I was like, "I like Chavo. Shut up. That's not nice." <laughs> but it was. I did laugh. I did laugh. I did laugh. Hey, if you can't Update laugh. on the fantasy league. I'm beating Matt's ass this he week. Is. He had to throw that in there. Also, um, go to Jammers on Thursdays and then check out IWA Mid South. They're there every Thursday, but also they've been running in Memphis uh, at the flea market. Uh, they're there, I think, twice a month now. They had a show last night. Of course, I had commitments to go watch the uh, UFC, but definitely go check out uh, IWA Mid South. They do have a lot of good stuff going on. And uh, Manawise, the guy who commentates there, and he takes care of all of our executive producer stuff. So, not just because of that, because you're going to see, you talk about, you know, OVW, the stars of tomorrow or today, mm-hmm. same exact thing at IWA Mid-South. That dude, Ian Rotten is known for making stars. Right. I mean, it's up, look up and down the roster. 
You know, I mean, no offense, Tyler Black, before he ever went to Ring of Honor, anything else, he he cut his teeth in IWA Mid South. He really, really did, and that goes for just about half the roster there. You know, so um, I thank you, Matthew. Thank yes, you, sir. class. Thanks to Rudy Switchblade. We'll that was you. fun having him on. Heck yeah, we'll see you guys in the back row.